This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 132. Yeah, I'm off my hot I'm back to <laughs> zero days without a, an injury here at the Film yeah. Buds. <laughs> and my name is Henry. I'm Chloe. And uh, we got a we got a great show for you this time. Oh yeah! Not that we always don't, or not that or not that we, that, really that we always do. don't. Yeah. <laughs> We have a review of Spike Lee's new film, The Five Bloods, which is now on oh, Netflix. Yeah. And we also have a retro review of Fast Color oh, from early, yeah. <laughs> early 2019, which is on Hulu and maybe Amazon Prime as well. It is. But it's yeah. at least on. Yeah. And then we have a fair bit of news to talk about, like the Oscars uh, delay. We I have no the idea. delays of like... Wonder Woman and Tenant got pushed back a little bit. Yeah. So well, that's all why that we're talk- serving fast color. Good yeah. replacement for Wonder Woman right now. Yeah. There you go. And also maybe we'll touch on the Bill and Ted face the music trailer. Chloe, have you seen this yet? The uh, the Ke- Keanu Reeves. I just couldn't hear you. Got it. Oh, the Bill and the, Ted. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, it's, no, you're good. And. You know, other other stuff we watched. We got a listener question. So thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Well, How are you, Chloe, Henry? Uh, I'm I'm a little just, change in the program here. You go first. <laughs> uh I'm I'm all right. I am in my uh, business classes right now wow. online. And so that keeps me pretty busy. Although <laughs> Chloe, if I may, if you I may. may say say this, go forth. I first of all, I hate online classes. Sure, sure. H- hate them. But the worst part, by far, two words. Yeah. Discussion. Discussion oh. forums. Ugh, vom. A hundred percent agree. I hate discussion Ugh. forums. I Ugh. hate them. There's nothing worse, and it's all. Little BS tiddlywinks. I freaking Nobody hate cares. it. Nope. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to be there. Nope. I sure don't. It's a hassle. I hate it. Oh, yeah. Let's be done with them. Honestly, you have the thing where you have to like respond to, you have to like yes. write your own. Oh, Ugh. horrible. Give me a. Uh, get me out of here. Give me some Tums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Ooh, that's so just, that's, that's mm, not great. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, I don't like them at all. Do you pick people? Like, how do you decide which ones you're responding to? How do you do it? I I have no system. It's just, oh, that looks fine. You just so. scroll and pick? Yeah. Okay. I see. I don't, Do you read all of them and then select? God, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I just pick two at random and then say, okay, that's good enough. I'll respond to this one. 
Because I'm already so uninvested that I'm yeah. just like, let's be, let's be done. Okay. Got mm. it. Fair enough. Yeah. Let's be done. Yeah. Mm. But other than that? <laughs> other, other than that, yeah. you know, uh, all considering, I'm, I'm doing well. Yeah. Well, that's and good, Henry. W- what about you, Chloe? How's stuff at your house? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. I, uh, my dad, my sister, and I went to, um, a local, I guess it's a park, I don't know, you know Blackwood, wait, Blackwood Farms, like, next to my house, basically? Yes. Yeah. So, it's, it's like a park, and it's really expansive, so you can have lots of space to yourself. And Henri, I mm. learned how, at my 24 years of life, how to ride a bicycle. Really? Oh, yeah. Because I was never How'd allowed. I never could do it before because of my knees being, you know, effed up. Oh, yeah. So I said, okay, bicycle time. I've discussed the bicycle, I believe, on here because of the long, We it was a long journey to find each other, you know? Yes, yes. Um, well, how'd it go? It was okay. I only fell once. So pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It was it was exciting, you know. I feel like it, you know, uh, it's it's weird. It's such a weird. I can't think of anything else at the moment that's really like it. Where like it feels and seems so impossible to do, mm. and then all of a sudden it's like you did it. Easy breezy, you know. Yeah. Very well, weird. Good. I'm glad, yeah. Chloe. You can ride a bike, I'm sure. I I can. I I haven't. You're more of a razor in- scooter type of person. I. <laughs> What? Wait, the mm. what? Well, is that the? I was more of the. I guess it is the scooter, the one you push, like, you know, like the one that, like, it's like the a one scooter. The, yeah, not not a motorized one, but like a no, like a fun, a, like, the razor scooter. I guess yeah, I guess razor that's what scooter it is. kids would answer like you just did. Yes, okay. They have the yeah, colored the, the wheels are whatever yes. color. Okay, yes, yeah, I, I had no idea what they were called. I just really so yeah. No, I okay. I. I, I I paid no attention. What color? I, was, I like, what color was yours? I don't know. Maybe blue. Maybe okay. green. It's been too long. Okay, my guess was gonna be green. So, yeah, that's about right. You're so interesting. You don't remember the color. That is so interesting. I wonder what things I, I, you remember that I don't about my. Yeah, I, what's something I, very specific from your childhood that you remember? Like just hmm. like an observation, not like a you know. I have no idea. Actually. Perfect. I, <laughs> <laughs> have your walls always been dark blue? No. What they that, used to be? Are you kidding I me? I don't know. Are you joking? Now, now th- th- this bedroom has always been dark blue. But when I was y- much younger okay. and my brother and I lived in the same room. Yeah. I, I, lived I, in I, the I, same room. Yeah. I, I, okay. I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's been too long. Wow, Henry, I can tell you, you the entire layout of my room when I was still in a crib. Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't tell Honestly, you. the walls were lavender. There was a gray carpet, chalk, but I mean, no one can, I mean, no one can check me, so it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. I think that is wild. How interesting. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Wow, okay. Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, you're a little Razor Scooter guy. That makes sense. Mm. I never had a Razor Scooter. I have no. my little lemon. Mm. My oh, yeah. little my little lemon skateboard. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I never did much skateboarding myself. 
but mm, yeah, that's that's it's, just me. It's a certain brand of kid, I think, for sure. Yes. Like, like the Razor Scooter. Yes, exactly. Yes, but, but also at the same time, weirdly, I listened to all the skater, the quote unquote skater music, but I, I didn't skate. Real skaters don't listen to that. That's what I thought. People, yeah. they, there's like a, a subgenre of like skate punk or whatever, but I don't Not. know if the skaters really listen to that. I think I don't. No, my little buddies did. Yeah. So I, I don't know what that deal is. I don't know who did it. A lot of reggae. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's know, really, yeah, go. that's funny. You mean skateboarders don't automatically love Avril Lavigne? I don't know. That's did a you good get question. that reference? Oh yeah, I yeah I I don't know. Uh, yeah, I that's that's a good question. I I don't know many <laughs> skaters myself aside from you. Okay. So I would have to do some research to really yeah. get to the bedrock of it. But, I don't uh, know very many either. I yeah. know a couple. Yeah. So yeah. I know more than you, but I'm not going to ask them. We're not we're nah. not like that anymore or nah. wherever. No. No. <laughs> no. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I learned to ride a bike. So that was fun. But uh, I went with my my dad and my sister. And uh, there are a lot of things people don't warn you about when riding a bike. It's like a painful experience Hmm. on, like, your body parts. (laughs) It it can be at first. So maybe I'm just doing things wrong. I got this big... I got this big old cut on my calf. Like, I don't don't know. Hmm. I'm a mess. What can I tell you? But it was very funny. So, like... It hmm? happens. It happens, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, um, so there's a, so Blackwood Farms, the place where the park, it, place where I went, it was recently made into a public park on the weekend, but it's still a functional farm. So the, the elderly couple who lives in the, sorry, the house there were sitting on the porch or they, when I was doing, practicing my little bike, they came out, sat on the porch with a little some beverages and we're just wa- like watching and then when mm-hmm. i finally got it they clapped and there was a little baby oh. kid who clapped and it was very cute oh wow yeah but i'm not good at it yet so let well, that it be takes known. time let it takes, that be known takes time i'm yeah. very good at stopping <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> not well, very good that's, starting that's... very good at stopping it's it, that's basically my mo yeah yeah so well cool mm-hmm. There yeah, you go. never too late. Never too late. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, uh, a couple things. So if you, you have haven't to knock. become a housekeeping, oh yeah, housekeeping. That's what it a f- should be. A few things. If you have not become a you patron do it, Henry. yet, go- Henry, try. Do what? Knock. Knock and go housekeeping. Housekeeping. Okay, that's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't become a patron yet, please go to patreon.com slash the film buds and uh, just help support the, the show. And we'd appreciate that if you haven't yet. And thank you to the people who have helped us get that started. And also my YouTube series beyond the film. There's a new video up. It's every Saturday. So wow. check that out. It's a good one. Oh, thank you so much. What is it? Again? And, That's not so shady. I watched it. What well, is well, it? Well, thank you. It was on Harley Quinn yes. or Birds of Prey. Ah, that's right. Thank you. And also that the, we talked about last week the Film Buds logo Henry, I'll safety teach you masks. How to skateboard. 
well, I've, oh, yeah. I've done it before. I, I, I've done it before. It's just that I've never really committed to doing it. I, I okay. have skated. Skateboarded. Oh, he has skated. Okay, fine. So I just, yeah. I said, I said that was fun, but hey, let's go do something else. You have a good neighborhood for it. Yeah. Man. And the, the Film Buds logo safety masks are still in the works. We're trying to figure out the logistics of that. But you, if you use the contact info done through the the ads that we have in our show, you can still buy good quality safety masks and all the proceeds go to the COVID-19 cause. So yep. if you can, we'd appreciate that if, if you could. It's good stuff. And other than that, Chloe, uh, anything else you want to mention? No, happy to see you, Henry. I'm happy to see you, too. It's very dreary. It is. Today. It's a rainy day here. It will be all week, apparently. But it's oh, good, for the, good for the plants. What can we do? Yeah. And maybe it'll stop people from playing contact sports, which is... Yes. My soccer league is doing pickup again. I'm like, y'all, y'all, don't. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, I've been... When I take my dog on walks, I've been seeing... Many parties, outdoor parties taking what? place. Oh, yeah. You're seeing some darties? Okay. Some darties? Yeah. What's a darty? You went to college. Day party? Oh. Well, I never went to parties. <laughs> so, or darties. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe you did and you just didn't call them darties. No. Henry, I didn't to. go to any parties either. I just know the vernacular. I, I, I went to a couple, but. I literally didn't go to any. Hmm. You didn't. You you did not miss much. Oh, I know. I know that. That's one thing yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really regret uh, things. I think I have pretty good yeah. judgment. I'd say so. Yeah. And All if right, not, well, I'll never know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get into it. Let's get into our first yeah. review, which is Spike Lee's The Five Bloods, currently on Netflix. Here we go. And we do have a clip. Take a listen. I see ghosts, y'all. I see ghosts. What happens uh, to all of us, man? Have you seen them too? Yeah. Huh. They had come to you at night. Huh? Storm and Nam come to me damn near every night. Now he talked to you like he talked to me. Come on. I don't think so. Come on. Fish up. Get in there, David. Get in there. Put your fist up, David. Come on. Go on, too, Van. Go ahead. Fist up, man. Come on, Paul. Let's! All right, well, as we said, Defive Bloods is a Netflix original, and it's, it's out now. It's directed by Spike Lee. And it stars Delroy Lindo, Jonathan Majors, Clark Peters, Norm Lewis, Melanie Thierry, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Chadwick Boseman, Paul Walter Hauser, Jasper Pakkonen, uh, uh, Jean Reno, and some others as well. So many. <laughs> so many yeah. great people. Take a look for yourself. <laughs> yeah. And the synopsis is four African-American vets battle the forces of man and nature when they return to Vietnam, seeking the remains of their fallen squad leader and the gold fortune he helped them hide. 
It's not terrible. It's weak, but it's not that bad. It's a bit weak, yeah. It's a bit weak. It should have <laughs> well, said, it should have said nature, something else, and their inner demons or something like that, or their unfit, yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we talked about Spike Lee a little bit last week with See You yesterday, yeah. but he he didn't direct that, but he was a producer. But this is his uh, hugely anticipated uh, follow up film to Black Klansman, which we reviewed on the show as well. Chloe, were you? Was this one that you were? But of really course, looking, looking forward to. But of yeah. course, any Spike yeah. Lee joint, Henry, as we all know. Of course, come yeah. on, I love yeah. him. I love him more and more. The more I'm alive. I don't know what yeah. <laughs> to say that. Because it's not really like the older I get, the more I love him. Like, because it's not about, you know, a maturity thing. It's just like, I just love him. It just grows, mm-hmm. you know, like a beautiful garden. You know? Right. <laughs> you like it. Well, you like a plant when when you see that, oh, that's a little You see one flower. But then when you come outside and it's like... You see that flower, the next day you see another flower, and every day it's like compounding. It's like, wow, this is so beautiful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Especially oh, yeah. a rather good analogy. Well, not really, but by my standards, which are, you know, low, but for right. his stuff, because it, because it, obviously he's, uh, has, um, he does, how do I say this? His work goes together. Like he's, He's telling the same story over like the last like thirty years, you know. So they do like kind of compound in in a very full, rich way, right? And he's always well, solid. Oh yeah, and he just has like the clearest voice. And like what I mean by that is like you'd be able to tell a Wes Anderson movie faster, but Spike Lee's stuff is just so kind of on a it's. It's, uh, uh, how do I say? It's like, because I want to say it doesn't conform, but that's not the intention either. It's not like militant in any of its stuff. It just is. He just kind of exists as a filmmaker. And I think that comes from how he kind of like started from, you know, he, you know, up by his bootstraps, just kind of started from nothing and put it all on the line to make its first movie. Um, That kind of thing, I guess, like he's just very true to that kind of like, naturalistic film i don't know you know how i talk about like things seem like kids doing them almost like Mm -hmm. i say like it seems like a play in kids backyard that's um not in a dismissive way obviously but that's kind of how i feel about spike lee like he just does not compromise you know what i mean Mm -hmm. he doesn't even think of it he's just doing his thing (laughs) that's kind of the point you know what i mean oh yeah i mean he has a brand for his movies like a spike lee joint like that's so you know what i mean yeah. He's just the coolest. Well, with that being said, what did you think of De Five Bloods? Well, first of all, the movie made a lot more sense than anything I just said. I couldn't even tell you. That was a fever dream we all just lived through together. That's was beautiful. Great. But um yes, so definitely was the anticipatory, especially because Black Klansman, I think, is my still probably my favorite movie he's ever done just because it was like so incredibly impactful and this is kind of you know they're made very close together but this is also just kind of like turn one page from black clansman to to five bloods and you're kind of there you know which you know like i said he's always talked about 
racial inequality and inequity, oh, sorry, and everything in America and how that manifests in kind of the everyday life, that kind of thing, um, which makes it, you know, it's really powerful and also um, visceral just because he, like, films on the streets kind of thing, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, but I guess because everything is so obviously, ooh, you know, mm, okay, let me back up. <laughs> It's my catchphrase. Okay. Let me back up. I watched a couple <laughs> interviews, right? And the most annoying, I'm being annoying. I know. Well, I know. I'm always annoying. Oh. But the thing that bothered me, I like rolled my eyes in every interview I listened to. The first question they asked him was like, like, um, this movie's so timely. Like, what do you think about like, whatever. And every time I rolled my eyes, and this was from like, this was from people of, Several back backgrounds, even like like I saw, I know Al Roker. Like I'm sure he didn't write his own questions, but for some reason I watched another Al Roker. But like, I think the only one I watched, the only interviewer who I saw not ask the question was Trevor Noah, which kind of you know makes mm -hmm. sense, I guess, because it's like such a stupid yeah. question. Like it's been timely for over 400 years. Like it's not you know just because you're paying attention to it now, it's in the news or whatever, doesn't mean it's this movie could have come out literally any time and it would have been appropriate you know what i mean like of course right yeah. now is a lot of protests and stuff but that sorry i did the thing but <laughs> henry no, told me okay. not to smack my lips true well i know I, I was guilty of it as well we're 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 equals oh thank you henry i mean so much oh yeah no problem <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah that question's just so problematic in and of itself right like just because something's not in the in the yeah you know on tv everywhere for being like grandiose and because other people are paying attention like movies and entertainment everything aren't supposed to and tv and news for instance you know even like interviewers aren't supposed to take their lead from what people in the streets are doing in that way like they're supposed to shed light on things which then should you know you know, inspire uh, as, it, you know, in whatever way that manifests, you know, the community, right? But it's kind of the opposite. Right. So I was just so annoyed every time I heard <laughs> an, an interviewer ask, like, the first thing they said was like, how do you feel about this being so timely? And like, it's like, have you not watched the man's <laughs> filmography? Literally every movie he's made for, I think, probably like 30 years, right? At least. It's like... Just about, yeah, yeah. It's like... Yeah, so that kind of really bothers me. Like, they try to make it seem like it's either some, like, big miracle that, like, somehow these two events, <laughs> like, <can't laughs> somehow came together or, like, you know, we saved it for, for this or something. It's so annoying. Yeah. So that's the that's the first thing about that, I guess. But that had nothing right. to do with how I felt about the movie. It was just really bothering me throughout the interviews. But Oh, yeah. Um, like I said, or maybe, <laughs> who knows what I've said, but I'm having a day. I'm so sorry, everyone. Yeah, that's, that's all good. Um, try to stay awake here, but Henry, your, your beautiful glowing face is like a personal oh, sun just reminding me it's daytime, but, uh. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. really look like it outside, but. No, that's not helping, but I love this one. Oh my gosh. When did yeah. you watch Fast Color? We're skipping ahead just a minute. A couple days ago. Oh, but I watched. Oh, watching. But I watched Defy Bloods this morning. Watching 
fast color and weather like this is a moment. I guess the five oh, words yeah. too, to be fair. <laughs> okay, basically, I'll be concise now. I'm with everyone. Thank you for still being here. So sorry. Okay, you're great. You're going to have to put this time in the notes. People can be like, if you don't want to hear uh, the musings of a mad woman, the skip review ahead. starts here. Yeah. Absolutely. So. <laughs> No, that'll be like the last minute of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I will say is he's so, like I said before, he's so, I think Spike Lee's movies, despite, not despite, but like he's very focused, understandably so, on a very important, very, you know, he certainly represents his culture, American culture, black culture in America especially that needs more representation and obviously he has a voice with which to do so uh, accurately but um, you know it never gets repetitive even though like I'm saying the world certainly gets repetitive in the same Michigas constantly you know what I mean like yeah I I loved how timely this movie was you know oh exactly <laughs> so but like despite uh, he never at least for me, he never makes me tired with his movies. He never makes me feel like emotionally drained or like, do you know the thing of like when you're walking through an art museum like all day and it's like hour like four, which is not all day, I'm aware, but I'm narcoleptic. So it's basically my all day. But you know, when you're walking through a museum, you know, like a really big, really, you know, Mm. No, you don't know what I mean so far. I got you. No, listen, no, I listen do. to the end. I've, I've You're looking at all VR, and then you hit this spot where it becomes almost like filmy, and you can't take in the beauty anymore. And you're like, "Ugh, this is a yeah. moment, a fatigue of sorts, right?" So obviously, that's different than, you know, you know, that's beauty, and this is not beauty by any stretch of the imagination. But it's the same kind of idea. Like you're taking in the same. Uh, substance, I guess, but he presents it always in such a uniquely creative way. Again, without the like, for he doesn't force it by any means, which is so impressive to me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just he's so natural, and I think it's just honestly because he has been able to use his voice, his his um vision. To see everything, which I think, you know, it gives him endless opportunity to put the stories he cares about into real life and all these different scenarios. Did, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, in short, I always love him. Of course, I think what he does is incredibly important. I don't know why everyone thinks he's grumpy. It's like another Bernie Sanders situation. Yes, everyone thinks Spike Lee is the worst. Everyone thinks, uh. I don't understand Sweet as pie. He's hilarious. I love his dress sense. He's amazing. Yeah. I love his glasses. Yes. Oh, yeah, they're great. He's, like, up there with Roger Deakins as far as, like, cute. That's fair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love him. Yeah. So, basically, he knows what he's doing, knows what he wants. He's got so much heart in the movie. That's what comes through the most. This movie's no exception. I think it's incredibly well done. Like, it's never... I was not... This, as we all know, this is much more your kind of thing than mine. Yeah, I'd say like, so. Like, to me, this is, like, the antithetical version... Now, to be fair, I haven't seen this movie. So it's the antithetical version of what I imagined that movie with, like, Brian Cranston and... It's, who else in that movie? Brian Cranston? Oh, uh... Forrest Whitaker, maybe? Last Flag yeah. Flying? This is, like, the antithet... This is, like, 
Glinda the Good. This is like the good twin for me of that movie, even though I haven't seen it. Mm. But that's just my vibe. But yeah, and I yeah. love. I like the sound. You didn't like it, or you're saying it's not like that movie? No, you know, it, it's like that movie, but the I'd say that the end result or the kind of the discussion dis- discussion is quite different. Well, like they're on, they're in the same. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, I mean, it's all about. Well, I mean, it's it's all about this son who is killed, and these men come together and reunite to give this. Well, I guess it is similar. Yeah, but, I know it's not um, exactly the same. But it, it's not dealing with the war itself. It's more I so know, the. Um, that's what I'm saying. I think it's necessary to do so in a movie that's apparently supposed to have such weight because it's obviously, you know. Uh, uh, like an albatross that's permanently around someone's neck as they go into very well in this movie, I think. And it's, oh, right. I think it's uh, so good. I think he's so yeah. talented. Uh, c- comparing the two, Defy Bloods is better. Like Last Flag Flying is more lighter, fair, but it still gets into some very effective and kind of emotional parts with those characters. Now, Defy Bloods covers a lot more ground, which, you know, it's better for it, but also... I think there's still a place for that movie as well because there are some very interesting discussions being had, even if it's not, you know, a landmark movie. Well, fine. <laughs> but there you I go. Said, in my but- world, <laughs> Last Black Flying is the bad twin where I rolled my eyes at the trailer and The Five Bloods is the good version. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree that I did not like the trailer for Last Flag Flying. It was more so when I actually saw it. Henry, I know. Oh my gosh! All right, I know. I was using it. Oh my word! (laughs) (sighs) Just saying. Okay. Well, it looked good. Good story. I was never bored, even though, like I said, it's not my kind of deal. And it's kind of uh, like it's long. Was it like two and a half hours? It's quite long. Yeah, it's long, and it's kind of um, sorry. It doesn't like travel very much, I guess. Is if, you, if that makes sense, it's a lot of the the scenery can be kind of monotonous, that kind of thing. But it doesn't matter because the storytelling is so good. The acting right. style isn't really my jam, but it didn't bother me either. It was kind of more like a from where I sit, it was more like a play, as I say, except for Chadwick Boseman. But how and in what way is the acting not your style? It's just. Like I said, I can kind of pick, and uh, to be fair, most of those guys are stage actors, so like of the quartet, so it kind of makes sense. Um, Mm. It's just, I like very, very, it's like a personal thing. I just, I enjoy very subtle, like, is that person even alive? Very, (laughs) so you're waiting to see, you know. A breath. That's I like some subtle acting. So, you know. Yeah. Plus the plus the words are all very. It's you know it's very a uh, poetic dialogue and very dense. So I understand why it's uh, communicated with such gravitas. So and not to, and obviously another good thing about Spike Lee's stuff that it's something I said that I liked about um, uh, what's the Jesse Eisenberg movie. Resistance? Yeah. The thing I said I like about Resistance is that, and Spike Lee does it well, is that they kind of, uh, you know, knock on the window and remind you that you're looking through to a story. 
So, mm-hmm. uh, which Spike Lee does so well, like allowing the actors to be. That's the kind of thing I mean about Spike Lee being so clean. Sorry, clean and knowing his. Oh my god, the thing I'm having with the lip smacking now is like when you think about blinking and you're like, oh my god, I'm blinking. Oh yeah, yeah. So, ugh. but anyway. But no, we 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 both do it, so it's not it's not just you. Well, um, I'm just I'm just grateful I have lips. You know, can't complain. Hey, me too. So, like that song from uh, Veggie Tales, but you probably didn't. Did you watch Veggie Tales? I didn't. Nah, that doesn't surprise me. There's a song about loving your lips. Huh. Uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll check it out. People out there know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. A lot of people know. So, anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, he's just clean and he just does what he thinks is best for the story. It's just like a un, un, unfilters the wrong word. I don't know. Untainted creativity and expression, like keeping the four guys old through the whole thing. Except yeah. for like the picture in the end. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's so, ugh, I just can't love anything more than I loved that that decision, honestly, in so many yeah. ways. Well, let's, let's take a little quick sponsor break. Let's take it! Protect yourself and your loved ones with the most comfortable and breathable face masks on the market. They are washable and reusable. We use the best proprietary poly cotton fibers to provide you with a quality protective experience. For details on our masks or to place an order, please email us at mark at dunmfg.com. That's mark with a K at D-U-N-N-M-F-G dot com. Please note that all proceeds of these sales will go to help the COVID-19 cause. Thank you and stay safe. Go ahead. Cool. <laughs> I need my inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was, I mean, I like you, I'm a very big Spike Lee fan and I I really liked Black Klansman and my favorite, as I said on the last show, my favorite by far of his is Chirac, which came out and mm-hmm. is the film before Black Klansman. And thinking back, if there were very few times where I would call a movie perfect, but yeah. I, re- I remember when I saw Chirac, that's how I felt. Dang. And, that's awesome. and also with the And also with the case with Mad Max Fury, Fury Road, which both came out <laughs> in that same year. Oh, what a um, year for Henry. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, it was just a gr- great year in, in general. And but. one got a lot of attention and the other didn't. Weird. Yes. Weirdly. <laughs> weird. I, weird. I wonder. Spike, what's it's so up weird. With that? Yeah. We'll talk about that with um I got some tea on fast color as well. So we'll talk about okay. that. Cool. And yeah, so I, I thought the trailer looked very interesting. I like war movies and I thought that just the Vietnam War setting was very good, especially with someone like Spike Lee yeah. tackling it. Can and I give some I, backstory? <laughs> <laughs> before i let you talk at all uh please because i think it's so interesting talking about spike lee's take on the vietnam war story because mm-hmm. uh, do you know that um the script oh boy what was it called i don't remember but honestly it had a name very similar to like was the movie called that i just dissed and you got a little sassy about a little salty uh, a last little flag flying yeah it was a name kind of like that right and that was kind of the vibe okay. and it was about four white men doing it so it didn't have any of the uh it had the stress it was like the bones maybe something like that you know but it didn't have anyway so it was a fully written thing and it was these two dudes and then um 
Because what made me uh, look into it is because usually it's Spike Lee and his partner, right, writing things. But this had four names. I said, what the heck is this about? Yeah. So I looked up. So the producer that was, so I guess that movie, the script got kind of greenlit almost. You know what I mean? Like like the red light was about to end. You roll up, mm. you hadn't seen the yellow light. So the red light's almost over. So like almost green light, you know? Um. Yeah. So, um, so I guess the guy, I can't remember his name, very Jewy name, not that matters, but that dude was the producer, I guess, supposed to help him, and he was like, oh, I think we're there a little bit, and so he was like, Spike Lee, come over here, and Spike Lee was like, okay, I can work with this, so then they took the script, <laughs> and obviously, like to see that happening. <laughs> obviously turned it on his little head. But that's what I'm talking about. I just love that. So I wanted that to be some background for you. Because originally it was going to be kind of that, like, what's that David O. Russell movie? Kind of that kind uh, of Three Kings? Yeah, kind of that kind of vibe kind of deal. Mm. Which isn't even his because he stole the script. But sorry, everyone. Uh, I can't remember right. the original guy. But that kind of deal kind of thing. Very do 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 But then Spike Lee said, okay. But, you know, but that's my point is he's not trying. That's, uh, how do I say? I, like, don't like the term preachy. I don't know why. But I think it's because uh, uh, saying something is preachy is almost like dismissing people's truths. Does that make sense? Like they call it preachy because like it makes you uncomfortable or something like that, right? But it's a reality. So that's why I don't like that. But he just, he saw it, the story through his eyes, with his heart, with his soul, with his history, you know? And it brought so much to it and that's why I'm that's what I mean when I say like he has endless material to work with you know because mm-hmm. he really can apply all that and he puts yeah. so much thought and detail into everything and not in the you know I really love it in directors like Greta Gerwig and and so on uh who who put literally like meticulous detail into every shot and every did, did, like oh let's move that ink well over half an inch so we can see the light touch the badoop boop right but his mm-hmm. is like with heart like he's meticulous with i mean he's a library of knowledge especially black history and it's so incredible like you can you can tell when he i love how he lets you in on his process you know with that kind of familiar tone that i think he tends to have in his movies anyway um and you can kind of see it with like the camera work that kind of thing which used to be maybe a little more organic but now he still puts it in yeah but uh oh i was gonna let you talk i totally forgot (laughs) (laughs) this is still backstory did i get away from it Uh, i don't know i gave you the backstory it's fine okay i saw your sad little face i saw the single i saw i saw i saw the chris uh which chris is that who knows i have no idea Chris from uh princess diaries and star trek oh oh uh chris pine there we go i saw the chris pine little tear you know what I'm talking about? No. Come on. It's like the most famous. Oh, my gosh. It's like the second most famous uh, Oscar gif of all time. Okay. Yeah. And, no, Chloe, I'm just happy to ha- to be talking to you. You too, but you know? Well, you're happy to listen to me talk. I appreciate that. Well, uh, tomato, tomato. Henry, you're wonderful. <laughs> oh, you are too. I say tomato, um, potato. Huh. Yeah. I've never done that. It's fun. But- <laughs> Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, tr- I'll try it. Say, potato, potato. All right. Or sometimes they just say potato, potato. 
Okay. Mm. Well, that's that's different. It's unexpected. So <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and, yeah, anyway, I I was looking forward to it and I didn't really know what to expect, but I think with Spike Lee, that's kind of a good thing. Oh, is yeah. You don't really know what you're going to get, but it's really exciting in, in that way. And I thought once once it really got into the heart of it, I thought it was amazing. It's still, I still think I prefer Chirac and Black Klansman over over this mm-hmm. and some of his others. But it's it's almost like talking about Tarantino, yeah. where like even yeah. lesser Tarantino is still pretty much always he very got very a little good. Tarantino for a moment in here, he sneezed yeah. up a little. He's a excuse me there. That was a little Tarantino cozy. Yeah, for yeah. The, and <laughs> for I, any and I, I, I would other. say. Tarantino takes from Spike Lee as well. For sure. I feel like there's a mutual affection there. I could be wrong. Yeah. I feel like it's either, I feel like it's a love-hate thing. I feel like every couple years, you know, they can't quite decide. You know what I mean? It's like, will they or won't they? Yeah. I think my other favorite Spike Lee movie is Inside Man. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. So good. I I would say the only Spike Lee film I don't love is Old Boy, the remake. Yeah. It's not great. It still kind of confuses me as to why he made that. Me Doesn't, too. It just, but anyhow, I, Maybe I, yeah, worth I thought a it watch was, again. That movie's old now. I'd be, I'd, I'd be down. Wait, wait, the original or the, the remake? His. Okay. It's still old. Yeah. I don't know how true. old. Time, time is a con- construct, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flat circles. Yeah. I, I thought it, it was just, it gets, one thing about the movie, it gets intense real quick. Like it, it Thank gets, God. yeah, it, there are moments of perfectly quiet, calm, uh, or quiet and calm, but then it gets real in- intense very quickly and effectively. So like the, I think anything dealing with the mine, mm. stepping on the mine, that scene was, I lost cra- my, whoa. it was crazy. I thought that especially the whole rope thing. Like that, it's just, ah, uh, that's, oh yeah, you know, that was wild. Where the, the, the tying the rope. Yeah. Wild. And I thought the dynamics between the characters, I thought Delroy Linda was quite amazing at times, maybe a little too much in your face constantly. Stage. But, that's what I'm saying. He's a stage actor. Yeah. Yeah. But still mm-hmm. his performance by the end and the yeah. arc and it fits of the, the character. character. Anyway, can, you can get away exactly, with that yeah. character. Yeah. And the talking the to arc, the camera. Yeah. Yeah. All that I thought was amazing and very powerful, especially with how it's written. And that's and, it. I'm no, so ahead. sorry. That's I like okay. love Spike Lee. You know this. I'm so I, sorry. I, I, I do too. I know. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no. Uh, and so I thought the arcs of all the characters, especially in dealing with with war, where while of course there are going to be sides in most wars, where regardless of how someone looks at a war, there's still going to be the individuals who are fighting. Who, regardless of why they're fighting, they're still going to have a hate could have a hatred for the other side purely by what they they experience on a personal you know intimate level with friends being killed and so they present a very good hmm. as perspective really of someone see that. Hmm? no uh-uh. i mean because i like, oh you mean when he calls no, him the when he calls that dude the you know slanderous terms the well i i got more so like where you see the anger from there's like the guy on the boat towards the beginning That's and what I'm also the, about. the also the guy towards the end where they're being um ambushed by that that uh group where you see that not to say that they're they're justified oh, got you. but like okay. 
they they have a, a hatred for the other side purely not even in terms of the big cause of the war but just for you know this kind of person killed a friend of mine so i'm going to hate you like the the guy on the boat saying you know you killed my 100%. mother and my father yeah and but of course on the op- opposite side the the people can have the exact same feeling and so it's like regardless of what the war was about there's still this kind of hatred well, on both sides crap. and so i thought they did it uh, <laughs> yeah. huh i said that war wasn't about crap which is like a huge part Ex- of the, exactly yeah huge yeah which makes part of the movie it, which makes it even worse and it makes it a perfect so, landscape for the story he's trying to tell especially like i love that he took it from no shade to those people, but like I love that he took it from a script that wasn't even really thinking about that stuff. Like that's one of the, I mean, it's a huge atrocity as we know in American, you know, and global history. Like is a, you know, he makes a lot of good points about, you know, I just lo- I you go ahead. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna keep no, doing okay. this forever. Um, and so like I mean, but the, but also at the same time, while they present a rounded perspective, they also make a point of like when the. Uh, Delroy Lindo is talking to the French guy and he's like, okay, that's just an ignorant one-sided American perspective, which is, you know, is there, but also they do a good point of bringing kind of a, a quote unquote roundedness to the characters and how as to why they're acting the way that they are. And so all of that I thought was very well developed and well written with how the characters evolve and what you learn about them. Um, And so I, I thought, just the arc of the story was very impactful and it was very well shot. It looks great. Like the Vietnam setting was great. Yeah. And um, I think just, I hate to say it, that. I mean, it, it, of course it's, it could have, as you said, it could have come out at any time and still be very timely. But I think just with every, everything becoming so elevated or everything going on these days, it's like, it just feels so, it speaks so much, even though, if if it, this had come out in the seventies, it could be just as impactful or whenever. If this came but out like, any day of the last four hundred years, well, exactly, four hundred years yeah. ago, they would have said you're a witch and probably like burned him because movies. But yeah, you take my which, meaning. Um, you know, which really speaks to Spike Lee's um, f- storytelling. And I think if I had to pick one director out there who's um, not just political message, but just message to the world. I would align with or take the most to heart, it would probably be Spike Lee's. Just what, how, how he says things and what he says, you, it's clear it's not like he's saying, okay, Republicans are bad, liberals are good. It's just like him saying, okay, what's the right thing the for truth. people to do? Yeah, the do truth. The right and, thing. Which, yeah, again, <laughs> which, quote. you know, speaks to, yeah, aptly titled his first film. And so that's what really comes through. It's like, okay, what's the, the most, what's the right move in terms of treating people right and how to go about living. And it's like, and it's not preachy. It's just like the kind of right versus wrong. And he kind of embeds that in all his movies so well. And it really speaks to everybody in in, in a good way. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the things I, this was uh, what came to mind earlier, just because it's so at the forefront, I think for me with his movies is, Spike Lee always comes from a place of uh, sympathy, if not empathy, for a situation and really sees the full picture and acknowledges, like, allyship and everything. It's not – he ne- his movies 
and I think especially less, they've become less and less kind of uh, angry. Not that they ever were particularly, but they've kind of become more and more gentle. Um, but I think it's really obvious, like you were saying with, you know, he's he's able to really focus and um, I don't know if appreciate is the right word, but care about, and he makes us care about, you know, uh, a black man with, uh, I mean, anyone, first of all, with a Make America Great Again hat, you're probably just like, okay, bye, bye. Mm. But then a black man with it, you're like, do you understand what you're doing to yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, Which they argue in the in the movie. Even. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, do you get this? So, uh, But then, you know, you dig deeper and deeper kind of, and just, again, with empathy and sympathy, you can see how someone comes to conclusions of hatred and kind of forgets yeah. who they are and to almost like care and respect them, like care about and respect themselves kind of, um, you know, and just hear the language of hate, which I think it's really important to show that because it's also, you know, it's a cycle. Um, you can't really blame someone for coming to such a place in their life when, you know, the Vietnam War, I think, is indisputably was just a completely unnecessary travesty. And it, he, again, Spike Lee does a really good job, I think. And this is like his writing. This is obviously his choice. But I think, you know, whatever. He he does a really good job of showing a lot like what the sides actually are, I think, in life. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's not... <sighs> Like like in Black Klansman, I told you I really appreciated that like the Jewish man and like the black man were working together without any kind of, you know, uh, you just don't see that a lot kind of like, um, uh, how do I say? Um, there's like a Jewish saying that's uh, said, I'm going to mess it up, but it's like um, <laughs> um, kindness is shown to or kindness is caring about the other compassion is seeing no other so Mm. um i think that's another reason why his movies are so powerful because they're they are really are like a guidebook like (laughs) you know uh like the you know in a lot of the interviews i watched he was talking of course they you know timely and they brought the protests and everything and he was saying like you see a lot of people walking in the streets and that, you know, that's a win. And that tells you that you're not going to lose, you know, you separate, you know, divide and conquer. So I think it's just important, you know, we talk about media, movies and everything show you a reality that like we talked about Hollywood, it kind of like shows you what could be, what could have been and everything like that. I'm getting way off topic here with what I was talking about. But my point is, I think he always, Spike Lee always comes from a place of, empathy and sympathy and kindness and that's why it resonates so well that's why he can hit so that's why his stuff can come out can be so elegant and beautiful um and yeah kind of classic when he's talking about such like violent and important and militant on you know just all these things just like the most rageful (laughs) 
you know, injustice. It doesn't get much worse than like the injustice that we're talking about, which is mm. why I started this uh, train of thought was uh, the Vietnam War, which is just god awful. But uh, like I said, he talks about the real side. So it kind of, you know, like in this movie and a lot of his stuff, it's, you know, this movie especially, it's money, <laughs> you know, and power versus everybody else, which I think is so important because in the Vietnam War, the reason it's the perfect backdrop is because you had, like they said, uh, everyone who went basically was drafted and went because God knows why, you know, not for them, not for, you know, World War II is a little more interesting. You know, my grandparent, my grandfathers both, you know, enlisted and everything and lied about their age and stuff so they could because it's something obviously worth fighting for but like uh, vietnam is yeah. just i mean it's like iraq it's like total crap for like three people want more money so they're destroying the world right so right. uh like you were speaking to the hate from one to the other um it just kind of it shows where the unification should be there i think this movie does a really good job of highlighting that by pointing out like you said all the uh, parallels, kind of, um, and that they really don't have anything against each other, but, you know, it's a, I'm getting all over the place, but it's like, so, that's the thing about his movies, if you don't want to listen to me, uh, make no sense, you can just watch the movie and you'll take it all in. It's great. Mm. And it's also just a good story, like, that's something else, he just yeah, has it, it, you know? But yeah. I love Chadwick Boseman's character so He's great. much. Yeah. yeah. And I love... I how spoiler i love how little of him there was like because it was really upsetting <laughs> like i was like i yeah. just want more bozeman in here okay yeah but, like, i was surprised how little he was in it yeah but it's perfect because that's how they're mm. feeling because to them he was like their you know you know <laughs> uh guiding light and so they're missing him yeah. he's so it, again spike lee honestly at the end of the day i think it's just like a master of um putting empathy into art i think it's like amazing mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> i went yeah, he, all over the place my god <laughs> no it's okay uh he yeah and i think in terms of him preaching this or not preaching but trying to just show the the right thing to do and some people watching it might be upset there that there's this donald trump political commentary they in won't it, be watching really, it i can tell right, you but, but really, when you watch it, it's like he's not trying to say, okay, you know, again, he's not doing a, a Democrat versus Republican thing. He's just essentially pointing out, okay, who's doing the right thing for people and who isn't? And and it's not a political game at all. It's just like a right versus wrong. And, and he does a great job of like giving you truth, but not. And if you don't like it, you're just kind of denying as cheesy as it sounds you're just denying the truth and denying reality and he mm -hmm. does a great job of putting it there and not he puts it there know, in a kind way i think that's what it exactly. is exactly like, he's like like you have to it's like here this is the state of things yeah you know? and, it's, and it's kind of about like healing like he really points out that hatred comes from a place of brokenness you know mm -hmm. and they even talk about that because kind of the two like the two people who wear the Make America Great Again hat, right, is this totally broken man who's had PTSD from a war that he shouldn't have had to be a part of because it shouldn't have happened. But also, like they say in the movie, mm -hmm. like black people built this country and have, you know, against their will and have, and, you know, of course, 
disproportionately, uh, you know, flung into wars and everything like this. Um, right. So this man who just kind of destroyed and and uh, driven to hatred because he feels so alone in the world and almost feels like a part of, it seems like uh, he feels like the only way to be part of anything is to do through to do so through hatred, as we all know, that's like a popular thing, you know, even bonding over talking about someone you don't, you think is annoying or whatever. It's like a, you know, it's like a common, I don't know, trope isn't the right word, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so there's that. And then the other one is the other person who wears the hat is like the money grubbing, doesn't care about anyone kind of thing. And of mm-hmm. course, there's a big theme in the movie about, you know, the value of, uh, you know, riches and stuff versus you know at at any cost kind of thing so i think it again he's just like really understanding which doesn't shut anybody down you know and he doesn't treat anyone like they're stupid like you know he doesn't treat the trump supporter of the group like he's an idiot he just treats him like he's hurting because he is you know and he Mm -hmm. has a son i think the story with his son is so uh important just and the just the writing is so good that everything means so much (laughs) Mm mm-hmm yeah, uh, like even and saying, I, I, "Oh yeah, go ahead." Uh, I was just gonna say it. That character develops so well because, as you were saying, of terms of him feeling alone. So he does reunite with these other veterans, and of course, that's a a comfort to him that he can be back with this group of people. Yeah. But at the same time, it also it goes even further and showing that he he feels that he's worse off than they are in terms of his mental state, and so then he feels alone because of that you know which is an interesting level up on that kind of discussion and then also towards the end not really to spoil it you see that his hatred or his anger even he is aware of it yeah and it's like heartbreaking to see he's become so broken that even he he knows it and but he can't yeah at many times he can't overcome it himself even even if he knows he's doing it yeah and which really speaks to reality in many ways and the and everything with the sun with how that goes up and down is is as you said is very good yeah. and I won't say um, it but my favorite part like the most moving part to me was like at the end there with uh, there's a line that I think is really strong and I don't want to say it but okay where he's like we don't wait sorry Yo, do I can that put again? in the chat <laughs> okay Look at us being all tech savvy. Yeah. Do 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 do. But this line I'm talking about oh, that right. I don't want to spoil. Uh, but right. you'll know when you see it. I think it's just like it's a the mo- it's very near the end. It might be one. Of the, I think it is one of the like very last lines because the end is like a montage. So um, but it's just so powerful because it is true. Like. Like MLK said, the arc of time bends toward justice. Like things are getting better and better with each generation. Like people are getting better Mm. and better with each generation thereof. Like, you know, so I think it's it's a very strong message. It's like a huge movie. Oh my gosh, my head is a blender right now. It's really rich with material and. Yeah. Because it's all there. That's the thing. I wish he didn't have all the material, but dang. That's why I was saying. Uh, at some point or God knows. But uh, a thing I really like is he, again, like he knows their movies and everything, but he's like a, you can, 
see him like while writing the script being like, oh yeah, this reminds me of this time in history. And he just puts it in the movie. And I think that's so cool. Like it's so good. Like you do learn something and you, you know, someone, he shows you pictures, whatever, something might relate to you directly. And you're like, oh, I really want to look into that person. Like even think about being pigeon-toed because I've always been very pigeon-toed because of my knee problems. And I was like, hmm. oh my God, all those cool people were pigeon-toed? Oh my word. Like that go. kind of thing. Like just there's little things for kind of everyone, you know? Yeah. And I, I really liked his intercutting of photographs and illustrations yeah. throughout. That's what I'm talking and about. Like, yeah, like even the... um. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what that's what I mean. It's like I mean that's st- stuff that I really liked, and um, like even the that eighteen year old Medal of Honor winner towards the beginning that they show, like that's such a yeah movie. Yeah, where's that movie? I think that's the point. Yeah, like that, that's such a, a important aspect, and he he really repeats that and really shows gives people justice and you know screen time for lack of yeah. a better word, and um, yeah, it's he just. He's so thoughtful. It's yeah. just, it's crazy. Like, and I think you I, can tell how where, naturally he comes by it. Like, exactly, I think it just yeah. flows out of him as opposed to, which both are admirable, yeah. but I think a lot of people really have to try to like fill something, fill something, fill something. And I think with him, it just kind of flows out. Yeah. And he, yeah, I, there were times where I was like, there's just so much here. I can't yeah. believe that it's all there and it's being said so well, but he 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 did it. He he always Spike does it. it. <laughs> Dang, yeah, oh, it's so impressive. And and also like we're talking about all the you know the deep stuff, but also like it's just good. Like it's just such a good movie. You mm-hmm. know, it's got a lot of plot. It's still like a little bit of. It's still like a little. It's a very. It's got the very like kind of like a classic Grecian like a poem kind of vibe to me like they're like it's treasure hunting and these characters come in and out and like drama here and blah 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 so like it also Mm -hmm. is just like a full movie and you know yeah all that stuff (laughs) Mm -hmm. i agree music's good characters are interesting some tea you know (laughs) oh yeah some cookies whatever i don't know it's good Mm -hmm. yeah it's exactly what you would expect from spike if you really pay attention Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have misconceptions about him. I don't know why. Like, at least that's how it comes across in the media. But we all know why. But whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Well, now, besides Black Klansman, how does this, this rank with his others? Hmm. That's interesting. For me... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm making all math noises. Um, For... I don't know. That's a good question. Black Klansman really really did something to me for sure mm-hmm. and this is so powerful a lot of movies i was just going mm-hmm uh-huh oh yeah like, yeah, big, <laughs> like yeah, the big whole time. way oh, yeah. i was kind of shaking my head going uh-huh it's like he, he's he's as, as you've touched on he speaks this sounds so cheesy but like it's it, he speaks truth and it's yes. almost b- being in a movie like this it's almost you almost do a double take as to like how did you say that so yeah simply and so bluntly but mm-hmm. it's like and that's it, what good it, it makes total is. sense it's just that like being in a film like this you're like wait that's absolutely correct and it's not you know it, it's just it's well done oh yeah i mean that's the thing with him like all his stuff is i mean god willing it'll be uh 
it will have a timestamp very soon. But uh, what I mean to say, not the subject matter, but just his style and everything is so um, timeless. I yeah. think, you know, yeah, he's, a, I agree. he's, he's the great, you know, Spike yeah. Lee, man, oh man. Yeah. I don't know where it ranks, honestly. Black Lanceman, like I said, kind of had a special, I do think he get, like I said, I think he does get better and better, which is so cool. But, mm. and I think that's because he put so much of himself and again, just natural flow. Like I think just the older he gets and the more he learns and sees and witnesses and takes part in and experiences like the better his stuff is going to be which is you know yeah how a real artist should be i think yeah all right well so, uh, <laughs> what about you what's the rank for it you it'll be in the, in the in the top half oh for sure uh, yeah i agree yeah um i i think so Chirac and then i think do the right thing might be second and then maybe black Klansman would be third I haven't seen that that other war film he did, uh, like Miracle at Saint Anna. I haven't seen that. Oh, I have seen that. That was uh, recent have, too, right? Yeah, I, I think it was it was like in the late two thousands. Really? Oh, well, maybe I. Yeah, just, I, th- I, th- maybe I think I so. Saw it after I could be wrong. It, I mean, I probably also, to be fair, saw it after it came out. But yeah, yeah, it's just um, as and, good. <laughs> yeah, and Mal- Malcolm X would be up there. Yeah, uh, but I, this this would be above Malcolm X. I agree, but, but that's hard yeah. to do, man. Malcolm X. Yeah, but it's it's something. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> who knows? I'm so yeah. sorry. I feel like I didn't do that movie any justice. That was a disaster. No, no. I mean, no. We. Well, everybody should watch it, and yeah. it's very interesting. He, he's. Not, I just. We had. We didn't even get into the technical stuff. I'll move on. Don't worry. But like. The way no. he just like chooses to use this camera technique, this one, this one, that one, like, yes, do mm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Love it. Yeah, and it's not like a gimmick, you know. That's what not... I'm saying with him. He just mm. does it. Ugh, that's exactly yeah. what I mean. No gimmicks. Can I tell you this yeah. really funny thing? <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, the <laughs> this is the best thing ever. So we went to oh i'm gonna screw it up i'm so upset i was at the i go to the beach usually with mary and meg can, every, I, can I just say i think we've gotten into the habit of right around the hour mark of getting into a story really like like last week we had the thing about the maze the corn maze yeah it's too funny <laughs> yeah this is our little new segment here <laughs> yeah traumatic passive chloe i love it no but uh this one isn't traumatic but um i was with mary and meg uh, they have a house at the beach and we go to Outer Banks, like that new show. Uh, in case you're wondering, they should have cast us in it, but fine. Uh, cinematography by a guy who went to UNC Greensboro. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Where's it shot? Is it shot in Wilmington? I have no idea. Yeah. Probably. Probably but. not. With the freaking taxes ruined my college experience. That's why I went to Wilmington. Then all yeah. the movie places, all the uh, whatever shut down. Okay, so anyway. Um, so we were going and we went to, there's like nothing there at Oak Island. So we went to like the town over, um, and there was a big store and it said, um, everything on sale, no gimmicks. This story actually isn't funny. And so we, <laughs> so we walk around the store and it's like the typical, like, I don't know how you describe like a very Southern American, like beach store, like, 
Like everything. Yes, I know them well. Yeah, everything is either like everything's like tie dyed, but like for some reason, I don't know. Everything's tie dye and like starchy, but like not cute. Like I love me some tie dye, but it's like the opposite. And it, you know, yeah. like like all the pants or shorts have like a word across the butt, like that kind of thing is going on. Like, and then there's all these weird little Ugh. things with like little, like little, like weird, like I don't know, like dead creatures and colored liquid huh. as keychains yeah, kind the, of thing. The 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 words across the butt. That's so that North you? Carolina. Yeah, I can't even express it. True. <laughs> so um yeah just in case you didn't know where you were when you <laughs> everyone needs to know where they are when they got a bit of band so anyway um so all that kind of stuff that is huge door and so like no gimmicks whatever right and we walk in and everything is <laughs> it's clearly they printed it okay so basically it was very clear that what happened was everything was on sale uh, by like the same amount, like fifty percent off or something like that of everything, right? But it was very obvious that they just marked it up, or they it was originally double what the actual like MSRP is, which is what the half off price was. So they're just charging full pricing, etc. <laughs> so we left the store. That's North like, Carolina. Yeah, and it's a huge sign that says no gimmicks. And so we walk out and we go, that's just because it's one big gimmick, and that's just been like a thing for the three of us. We just say. No gimmicks, because it's just one big one if something's, like, really sucky. That wasn't a good yeah. story, so sorry. That's all good. It's uh, a, all right, well, it's a it's a heavy four and a half for me. There's lots of good stories about the beach I haven't told you, but... Oh, yeah. That place is crazy. We were there during a hurricane once, and it was, like, right on the water, her beach house. That was wild. Oh, this is actually really funny. So we were watching <laughs> the news in the beach house, right? And... And, um, like, during the hurricane or whatever, because we couldn't leave. It was, right. like, too late to leave. You know what I mean? We got, like, stuck. And it's, like, right on the water. It's really old. Like, it's been in their family forever. Like, very rickety. No air conditioning or anything like that, right? So, we were, <laughs> we were, we were right <laughs> we're on the water watching TV on, like, um, and there's no cable or anything. So, we were watching on, like, an iPad or whatever. You, you know what I mean? Easy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, we were watching it, and we were, like, and there's a lady talking about there's a hurricane. She's in like a, a uh, what's that called? I want to say, it's not called a skirt suit, suit skirt. What's that called? I don't know. It's just called a, you know what I'm talking about? What's it called? Pants? I don't know. Like what Hillary Clinton wears. And if I mention her name, it means I really want to get to the bottom because I do not like mentioning her name. What is it? Uh, oh my God. This is embarrassing. Every, well, know. you know, it's not a surprise that I don't own any <laughs> skirt suits. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, you take my meaning. She was like dressed as an anchor, right? And so she was by the water and the hair was blind. Everything's crazy. Like, okay, this is going to be a big old hurricane. Like, I don't know if you know about climate change. Probably not because you live in North Carolina. But anyway, that kind of thing, right? And we're like, where is she? She's like, is that us? She was literally in front of the beach house. Like our beach, like Mary and Meg's beach house, like where we were. And we could see the TV. I mean, we could see the house on the screen. And so like, (laughs) like, we're like, is that really? And so one of, one of us like went out on the deck and like waved and we're like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It was wild. Small world. That also wasn't a good story, but it's what came to mind. It's it's worth getting a little. Little looks little titty, into your life. Little glow. tidbits. Yes. 
All right, well, let's move on. <laughs> let's get to our retro review, which is Fast Color. We didn't and rate we do it. Have a clip. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, so, well, I uh, I gave it heavy four and a half. No, you did not. Did you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listeners, let us know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> did you really? I did. I can't believe it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. I give it this one. I don't know how good this one is. Okay. So, in my gr- <laughs> get ready. So my, <laughs> so, my grandparents' garage, mm-hmm. there was like a, right by the door to go into the garage, there was a uh, like just shelving or whatever. And my grandfather was a colonel in the army, as we've discussed. And there was, I guess, my sister at one point made him, like when she was really little, made him a present but what happened was she took i'm pretty sure she took one of his like official like caps you know with all the stuff and like glued a little army guys in onto it but like for like a scene like there was an event happening there right so she was telling a little story with those little army you know those little green army figures oh, yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah so but, but but she glued them onto his one of his actual uh hats Hmm. Yes, but it was a beautiful and he loved it. That's good. But it did, it really did manage to tell a story, which was very interesting. Huh. That's what I give it. Cool. All right. Oh, but also, I it, when I give it, it's me looking at it and there's like kind of dust and I haven't turned the lights on. Okay. All right. Well, okay. that's a good, good little image. Well. All right. Well, uh, let's, yeah, let's get into fast color and we do have a clip as well. So take a listen. Take a listen. What do they look like? You don't know? I've never seen them. Why not? I don't know. I just can't. Hasn't Bo told you what they look like? I think she wants to hear it from you. Um. After you put back together whatever it is you took apart, everyone sees this object, but you see the colors. It's like an after effect, an echo. Suddenly, there are all these colors moving over everything fast like a race. How does it feel? Really warm. It's like when you're about to cry, but you're happy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, we're good. All right, let's uh, fast color. Fast fast color. color, Fast color. (laughs) Fast color came out, I guess, in theaters in 2019, but I think I had a festival premiere in 2018. Yeah. Barry Jenkins Jenkins was the moderator at the uh, world premiere. Oh, cool. And oh it's God. directed by Julia Hart, and it stars Gugu and Bathara, David Strat Stratter. Something wild Str- just happened outside. I don't know what it was. I'm so sorry. Right. Oh no. When I don't hear anything, okay. Okay. Well, I hope everybody's okay. Well, we'll keep us updated. That was wild. <laughs> Around here, you hear uh, a lot of gunshots and stuff, unfortunately, but that didn't sound like it. That was sounded like a mini little. That sounded like a grenade or something. That was wild. Okay. Ooh. Uh, David so Strat. <laughs> we Strat- can edit Heron, that. <laughs> I think. 
Yeah, no, no, you're you're good. He's in Lorraine, everything. He is, yeah. Lorraine Toussaint, Christopher oh. Denham, Sania Sydney, Jermaine Washington. That's about it, I think. And goo goo. I love the her. synopsis is after years in hiding, a woman is Spoiler forced alert. to go. Ugh, I hate that. A, wo- a woman is forced to go on the run when her superhuman abilities are discovered. Years after having abandoned her just family. Stop, just stop, just stop, just stop, just stop, just stop, stop. <laughs> the movie is so much better when you don't know that stuff. Right. Shh. Chloe, I, I will say, though, I feel like I'm holding in a sneeze here. I need to I need to finish. Well, it. then mute yourself and do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, That's it's horrible. Mm. That's like, shh. Also, to be fair, that was also just not super accurate. So, whatever. Mm. Y- now... The the big thing we should say, this is the director's follow-up to Miss Stevens, which we reviewed on the show uh, last fall, uh, I think. And Movie swap. Is Chloe. Yeah, and Chloe, it was your favorite film of the decade. Oh, yeah. On our best of uh, show last oh, year. yeah. So, big, big shoes to fill here. This, basically, this color. and Black Klansman, basically. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. true. And if Beale Street could talk, hashtag Barry Jenkins. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, now, Chloe, you, I guess before choosing to review this, we you had not seen it yet, right? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was, oh my God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't think yeah. of a, I can't think of an appropriate analogy. Can you? Like. No. Mm-hmm. It's like how you leave forever the last, like, Okay. It's how you you say, okay, thank you so much. Like your birthday cake or something, right? Actually, this is a very good analogy. I don't know if you know this. You wouldn't because this is very weird. But basically, my mom gets got me a certain birthday cake. No, it was not normal flavored. I'm normal? sorry, Henry. No, no, no. I'm a, I am a creamsicle girl all the way. So. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Creamsicle cake. You're welcome. A, a real potato, potato. A real, real potato, potato. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so she get it, and then oh, um, yes. Cl- so the whole normal thing. So I, I was, I rewatched. You asked your Zodiac. Mom? Okay. No, no, I rewatched Zodiac the other night. You got the mind of a serial scene. killer. That's what you're telling me. No, there's a scene where Mark Ruffalo is asking the kids, "What did they? Oh. What did he look like?" And the kids say, "Normal." Okay. And he's like, "Normal." That may be where it's from. Me saying normal. I don't know. Okay. About a cake. That's how I describe it. Okay. That's, that that, it, it that doesn't make me feel any better. No. It, 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 but it rang a bell. I was like, that makes... Did, is this where it started? <laughs> Am I the Zodiac Killer? <laughs> <laughs> Am I Jake Gyllenhaal? Wow. Yeah. Am I Am I normal? You know? I... Yes. <laughs> yeah, well. Hmm. So. Any, anyhow, continue. I don't even know why I'm telling this. Okay, so why am I telling this? Oh, yes, how I feel I about know. this movie. So basically, I, you know, I got, we all got stuff. So I'd have a little bit of cake on my birthday, but then I would wrap the rest up in tin foil and periodically, whenever I went to my mom's house, which wasn't, went to want, go to my mom's house, well, went to my mom's house, which isn't that often, take it out of the freezer, have a little bit, put it back, because it's my favorite <laughs> cake. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 
I'm just what you know every bite you take is another bite that's gone which is a terrible way to look at life but that's how I felt about this movie because this movie is like there's only one bite of cake left you know what I mean mm-hmm. Ugh. yeah so I was well, I didn't want to watch it right because I wouldn't have well, it anymore yeah well with that being said did it how did it compare wow better than any cake I ever had in my life I can tell you that oh yeah wow oh my god I watched it with my mom very emotional beautiful beautiful in every possible way i mean i'll let you go on this one because you know you know i'm <laughs> i'm running on empty here but I, actually right. it's not true i'll cut you off a bunch because i have so much to say about this. this movie also is so i haven't used my uh term in a while that is my least favorite but a very apt often pregnant this movie's yes this movie's very pregnant oh my god it's about motherhood wow this movie is very pregnant oh yeah <laughs> Anyway, actually, that is what inspired her to make it or to write it after she had her first baby. She said, I get it. Okay. And it it is co-written as well as Miss Stevens by Jordan Horowitz, who did the theme for La La Land, apparently. I think he did the- Really? um, Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because he was in the business. That's how she- She was a high school teacher, a la Miss Stevens. And then she wrote Mm. a script. And then her husband was in the business. So he kind of passed it along and- yeah, she hates it. Go. That's her story when people ask. Because she's like, because I'm a feminist, but that's just <laughs> how it goes. But also, apparently, there's a really good resource called, uh, do you know The Blacklist? The website, The Blacklist? Uh, I, I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You, like, pay a small, this is totally, totally tangential, but um, that's what I should, you say, I'm Henry, and I should say, I'm tangential, but... um. <laughs> But um, it's a website called The Blacklist, and there's, like, two levels, and it's pretty low fee, really. Like, obviously not accessible to everyone, unfortunately, but, like, quite reason, you know, you know, fairly doable. Mm-hmm. But basically, there's two tiers, and you can put your script in, and it's, like, the real deal. Like, it'll, it'll be looked at by people, like, right. scouting for, like, actual stuff like uh oh google google uh miss sloan was found through the blacklist that movie okay. that's a great movie i love i love google so anyway um and then there's another tier where like professionals will give you notes and feedback and stuff but anyway mm-hmm. that's just that's nothing to do with anything but resource <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah i i, I like you Ms. don't Stevens, have to have not... a husband who wrote the a song for la la land is my point right um, yeah, well, I liked Miss Stevens. Not, not I didn't hold it as high as as Chloe does, Nobody but does. I still, I, I still thought it was a, a f- quite an interesting indie film. And so I, and I passed by this film on on Hulu and and Amazon a lot. I was always very curious about it because it seemed very interesting. But uh, I had heard Chloe mention it from time to time, and so I was quite curious going into it. And overall, I thought it was solid. I, I it, it is. It's pregnant for sure. Um, I thought that it's kind of in, a, in an age of big blockbuster superhero films. Ooh, you it's feel nice that refreshment? to see one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice to see one that is so subdued and quiet and um, and not at all uh, showy or you know a- action heavy. It's just very. It's very f- feminine in like it is. A, yeah, it is for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as I was, I, I was telling Chloe it, and I was reading a, an interview with uh, Gugu and Bathara. There are some interesting nods to westerns, like there's some No Country for Old Men 
nods towards the beginning. And um, I, I thought that the homages in that way were kind of unexpected, especially dealing with this. Um, I guess it's low sci-fi. It's not really heavy on the sci-fi elements, but lo-fi. it's got some. Yeah, lo-fi. Yeah, it's there called you go. magical realism, my dude. It's my favorite genre. Yeah, I, uh, I, I would say this huh. is more more. I'd say this is more sci-fi than Absolutely magical realism. Not. Like I would like Doctor Parnassus is magical realism, whereas this I would say it's more more sci-fi ish. What is the difference to you? I I don't even know what I, how I would, but I, I I got more of a. To me, this is Miguel Garcia Marquez. This is magical realism one hundred and one to me, hmm. from how I took okay. it in. Especially because of all the like symbolism and stuff, which is a big uh, factor yeah. for magical realism, or a, t- a big uh, commonality in magical realism pieces is like the magic stuff represents, you know, it allows you to access themes right. of reality. Fair enough. Uh, and I, I did find, I, I thought by the end, especially the kind of ending discussion, I thought that was very impactful and. There's a lot of interesting elements there. I did find certain parts in the middle to drag a little bit. I found oh. it. I, I, f- I found s- parts of it underwritten and I, I just d- did, didn't ever really feel that close to it. I found it like I there were and not to say that was a big issue, but I found maybe speaking more so to the direction. I, I thought some conversations didn't flow very well. I thought it was like there are these big lags in between people talking at times. Yeah, because it's tense. I, I didn't. I thought it was the opposite of tense, to be honest. Henri, so. oh my god, it was ten. That was a tense household. Oh my god, that was the whole point. They didn't. Uh, no spoilers, I guess. But there is yeah. for a significant amount of the movie, there's no "I love yous." There's no touching between the characters. I don't know if you noticed. The oh yeah. Characters, yeah. they don't touch for the majority of the movie, so it's is very tense, very isolated. Yeah, and I mean, which speaks I, I, to the I, I, bigger I, theme of the movie. Yeah, and and I see that for sure. It's just that there were times, not even just dealing with the household, there were just certain conversations that I didn't find flowed. Not from a, it makes sense as to why there are pauses in between people talking, but I still found there was this kind of lag where I was just kind of waiting for people to speak and I didn't really feel a suspense there. It was just like, I felt it was slightly inert at times, but... Not to say that was a big issue. It's just that every every so often I f- I found myself kind of phasing out a little bit, hmm. but it's still. I didn't uh, get that, but again, I like quiet. I like you know, that's my jam. I thought of this yeah, and it, as it, my. It, it, I can't tell if I'm interrupting you because you froze. So I started talking. Oh, I guess I no, was. You're fine. <laughs> no, yeah, that's okay. I said this is like this is like my, you know, self. Um, what do I say? This is like the version of um, the assassination of Jesse James for like for the grown Chloe. <laughs> like that was hmm. my jam because movies like this don't get the time of day. But like this is really right. what I wanted in that a hundred percent. Okay. Um. It, it the movie kind of did obviously you- not plot wise right I, I don't know did you ever see that jeff nichols movie midnight special yeah with michael shannon mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me a little bit of that being this very lo-fi freaky deaky 
<laughs> yeah, uh, which and, and not in a bad way. I thought it was just kind of a, it's one of these subdued sci-fi films or magical realism, whatever you want to call it, um, that goes very much under the radar, but still brings up some pretty interesting ideas. And, uh, and I guess both of both of them have a bit of a, I guess more so fast color has more of a Western element, but maybe um, I'm just in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But I, um, and I, and I guess it does have the, the almost the three, three, not three person, three generation part storyline of the, where there's the cop, there's the, um, the scientist, and then there's the family, which is kind of reminiscent of films like No Country for Old Men, where it's this kind of chase around and trying to fill in yeah. the gaps and, and connect the dots. Kind of. And all, all that I, I thought was quite good. And, um, but, but again, there just were times where I, I thought it dragged a little bit, but. Hmm. Uh, uh, still a, a pretty cool underrated film I thought yeah uh, I didn't uh, first of all I thought it was like beautifully shot and everything so I didn't really get bored and I one of my favorite it, 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 it does look great it looks great yeah and I think it sounds great too like it's something mm. I loved about Miss Stevens as well as the same kind of vibe and I loved um, right you know they incorporate again they just kind of bring a lot of reality into it like Nina Simone and Lauren Hill. I just think it's really cool. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's really solid world building. Um, it's almost like, yeah, it's almost like the, the, actually, it really, it's almost like the, uh, the f- feminine, whatever version of uh, Interstellar, I think, actually, now that I think mm. about it more and more. Sure, yeah. But, um, Timothy Chalamet, but uh, Miss Stevens says that. So anyway, um, but God, there's so much to it. I don't even know. Like, I will say, well, I think it's just solid. I think it's almost like uh, one of those novels you read and like when you're young or whatever and like it sticks with you for like the rest of your life and eventually you like give it to, yeah some kid in your class or like your kid or something like that that like right. you know you tell them um and i just think it was really successful in everything it set out to do almost uh for the same reasons i think um spike lee stuff is so um successful just because it's made in this kind of earnest caring kind place and it uh doesn't shy away from the difficulties of life and everything. And it does, you know, like we're talking about, you know, superhero movies are often like we talk about, like they just go around destroying like cities to like <laughs> save everyone or whatever, right? But Quote this unquote one, save everybody. Yeah, exactly. But like, so this is kind of the antithetical real version of that. And of course, you can go into all the college essay stuff about like, yeah, it's like, uh, uh, cover your ears, Henry. It, through history like the white man has like gone to like save <laughs> like you know and, and also like religious stuff too you know like uh you know give the savages jesus and that kind of thing like that right but what they're really doing is just trying to get them you know uh, resources but that's beside the point yeah but wait what yeah <laughs> but um anyway but this movie's just so antithetical to all that it's just like very healing because uh um it just you know they have these powers and a lot of it is about people uh forgetting that they're you know people who are often marginalized and put down everything forgetting that they're 
gifts are、uh, very powerful if they, you know, use them, which can be hard to do because they're often,、um, obviously, throughout history.、Uh, um, Seen as a threat or just kept down、right. to help to allow other people to stay up. But I think the beautiful thing about this movie is is that it shows you, you know, like Gugu and Batara, she's running from, you know, these, you know,、uh, white men and everything. But also, to be fair, there's a lot of allyship in the movie. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about, like the full picture. You know, it's not helpful to to. Categorize, you know. Obviously, generalizations are never helpful, so it shows a full picture, I think. But、uh, in any case, she's、mm-hmm. running from people who want to keep her, you know, oppressed,、Contained. basically, yeah, yeah.、Um, or control her abilities, you know, because they know better what to do with them. That kind of thing, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah.、Um, which is also good because you know, you know, I love a movie without a villain. This movie, really, everyone, th- you know, or at least the villain thinks that you know, you can almost be like, well. Like that kind of thing, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, um, but then she's also kind of like running from herself. Obviously, you know that sounds so cliche, but it's true. Like the things, you know, it's hard to face those things, and then once you do them, you know, you give yourself the power back. So, like, of course, it, the point is like you can't help people、uh, pressing those before you, but hopefully, kind of like every step, like I've. Said before, kind of like every generation does something for the next to help them move forward just a little bit more, which we see very clearly in this movie. But it's also just, I think, a really true good message. But yeah, there's so much to it. Like、uh, the biggest theme, I think, that's the most important. Then I'll like stop with all the, you know, probably、yeah, gook is like. I think it's it really does a great job of. Sh- Showing, not telling, kind of that. Like, if you allow everyone to flourish and like help each other and that kind of thing, you know, live out of not live out of fear, but live out of you know the common, you know, looking for the common good and everything and understanding, then it benefits everyone. Which this movie demonstrates in like a really, really real way. Like, if you shut people down, then you're in turn shutting yourself down to like you're you're if、mm. you take someone else's. Hope, then that is going to not that it should be the reason why, but it's just true that it also you know it it takes down your chance for the best possible you know for a better future as well because they are you know you know you know you know what I mean. So this movie does a really、oh, good、yeah. job of showing that I think、um, mm-hmm. in just yeah, like I, the I realest way ever, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and and also one one idea that I I I got that. In terms of dealing with these people who are in this very dangerous position, they're they're using, I guess, art for lack of a better word to kind of not not escape from reality, but to help comfort themselves from the dangers of reality, and they're kind of cr- creating something that helps them cope with the situation and trying to help them understand what's going on. And I, I thought. Ideas like that and what you were saying were very interesting, and so there, there's really a lot of stuff hidden underneath, as we've already touched on. Yeah,、um, I think, yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think like further than、uh, creating a kind of like a form of art to comfort themselves, it's almost like I think it's really the idea 
that you have your gifts, like you know you have your gifts and you keep them to yourself and they kind of bring you comfort, like you were saying, that kind of thing. And you see them and maybe the people close to you see them. But if it doesn't go past that because of uh, how society sets everything up and everything like that, then there's a limitation to it, which makes it kind of inconsequential. I think that's that's what the movie shows really well. Mm. Like you can feel alone because that's, again, like we were talking about before, like the divide and conquer thing is just like a very true <laughs> way of being. Like there's nothing worse than feeling isolated or alienated, which um, mm-hmm. this movie touches on a lot, uh, especially like I love the ending. But um, yeah, I do too. In any case, yeah, I think it's just the messages are, not even the messages, just the story is really beautiful and it's uh, eloquently told so that the messages therein do come across very well. And it's a very hopeful story, I think. And um, also I think it's really cool that, you know, like Julia Hart um, is like a white lady, right? And she wrote the script without... And I actually think this this is like a really good thing to talk about right now, like um the whole idea of like um like Blackout Tuesday that was a while ago where it was just like like um you know white people like didn't talk or, or like not it was like a for the well it was all confusing that was like a whole thing with like the black yeah, that square was nonsense and everything like that yeah. I was like well, black square what the heck then your whole feature could be a bunch of black squares but anyway um <laughs> yeah that that yeah that was because that's what people were saying it's like everyone was doing the the black profile but then giving the the hashtag black lives matter and so they were filling up yeah. the space with just these black yeah spots instead of being like instead of doing the the blackout thing quote unquote and then leaving it and so that way the the actually good information could be coming through but instead it was being filled up with these yeah that's um, trash you know i posts think of which i mean you know not to say that was intentional but it, it you never know um, to be fair but, yeah, it yeah, it depends. Anyway, but um yeah, so like I think this movie shows a really there's a lot to it that I think is really good to take from because again, uh different past and important to keep, you know, your culture is your culture and everything, you know. Um but I think it shows kind of the best form of allyship and that kind of way and the way to really grow successfully is to grow together. So like yes, they're they're definitely of course, should be places for like, you know, quote unquote, like black movies, that kind of thing, right? Like, um, as they say, that kind of deal. But also like mm-hmm. this movie, Julia Hart wrote it without having, you know, she knew the characters' names, um, Ruth and Lila and Bo. And Ruth and Lila actually, like Lila's my Hebrew name, so that's sick. Uh, oh, okay. And Ruth was, uh, Queen Ruth is one of the most important figures in Jewish history. She is the mother of hmm. David and she was black. So that's a fun little, it's almost like a foreshadowing for them because, yeah. um, because uh, Julie Hart wrote it with like a, not particularly anything in mind, um, but she's so dope. She's so cool. Like if you listen to her, you either love her or hate her. I love her, of course, but she's definitely got that really cool high school teacher energy to her where she just couldn't give a crap, but, um, right. but also because she cares a lot. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, um, but so she didn't write it particularly, but then she and uh, her husband slash, you know, co-writer watched uh, Beyond the Lights, which that movie is wild. But anyway, I love Gugu and 
anything she does. She's like, you know that. She's like one of my low-key favorites. Um, oh, yeah. She's great. Oh, she's so good. But um, so they watched that and they were like, oh, well, we have to get, like, she is, you know. So then Julie Hart rewrote the script with her in mind and then um, sent it to her. She said yes, whatever. And then everyone else became that. So the point that I'm making there is <laughs> the, the, the beauty in good storytelling is that uh, the – the themes uh, the way you're doing resonates with uh, everyone in whatever way, right? So initially it didn't have the, you know, there's obviously a lot of symbolism, uh, I think, that can be taken as far as um, um, African-American history, as it were, like with the rope around her wrist and everything. Um, mm-hmm. But that's why I'm saying, like, that just builds because that was in the script before she knew it was going to be about, you know, an African-American family, so, mm-hmm. um, but then of course they really, they paid more attention to that because those are the characters. But what I really appreciate about the movie as well is that, uh, you know, it's, it's like we talk about like any kind of a marginalized or not accepted, particularly by Hollywood, like, I don't know, character group people. It's like, oh, that's what their story's about. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this movie, this movie, um, it's not, it, it kind of just pays a lot of respect, um, to, uh, black women in, uh, America, but also again, and then again, another good thing about magical realism, it just expands. Cause that's, again, it's not where it started. Like that's what makes it so, uh, powerful, I think, in a lot of ways, just because it can, it shows the power of collaboration and the building up, you know, I'm getting all meta and political and a college essay, but here we are. But that's okay. Uh, the point is, if I can recall, maybe what I'm talking about is just that, like, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know what I was saying, but you get the idea, I'm sure. Yeah. It's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I, and although, you know, you're slightly different. Like, while e- even though there weren't a ton of standout memorable scenes to me, leaving or even now Ooh, having watched tons, it a, a, a few days ago, the ideas really stick with me more than I thought they would when it finished. And that, for again, for me, that kind of compensates for not having a ton of standout scenes because I think the ideas there are so impactful. Yeah. Um, and... Which, you know, that's, I mean, that's fine. If, if you accomplish one of those things, that's, I mean, that's great on its own. And so, like, I, I thought that. I did it, have it did a lot of standout scenes, honestly. Really? Just again, just because it's like my type of movie. Yeah, sure. Like when she's looking which, at uh, the. Which, I mean, I, I, I love subdued films like this as, as well. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's I, I, I don't know why I'm trying to, go, where I'm going here. But yep. I, I thought it was, it was quite good. Hmm? I said join the club. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh your letter for Hogwarts will be coming any day now. But yeah. um yeah. Oh my gosh. I just thought uh again, they didn't do I really don't like when what comes through to me as we've talked about when things are like over the top or whatever in your face is like I think they don't respect the reality enough to think it worthy of a story so then they put all this stuff on top of it make it and i think it does a disrespect to the themes they're portraying so that's what i really appreciate the restraint and like 
the beauty and simplicity in real life in this is just, you know, they, I think everyone collectively was there for a reason, telling a story in particular. And again, that beauty just kind of shows through in and of itself. And I think it's, yeah. yeah. And I, I do, I thought the cinematography was amazing. Yeah, it, it does look very good. Yeah, and yeah, I just love it. It's also just my favorite idea. Oh my God, seeing the diner from Miss Stevens, that was exciting for me. But anyway. I think, and now I I, I could be wrong, Tell but me. even how they shot it, it looked like the, the hotel or motel that they were at at the beginning was the same exact one in No Country for Old Men. It had the same could cool be. outline. It had the same pool outline, yeah. the same look of the, which I mean, it's not saying that that. You'd know better than I. The, but I, it looked like the the exact same one, which is is interesting. It's could be like that pool. I'm telling you, that pool that that was in Resistance is in every freaking movie. That empty pool. Oh right, right, yes. yeah. But yeah, I just love it. Oh my god. Now I will say, so they didn't have a lot of time. Oh, this one. Let me get into the tea real quick. So, <laughs> so she was so. So I watched the thing with Barry Jenkins, and she got fiery. If you have time, I recommend you watch it because wait. Hmm. Who who did Julia Hart or yes. uh, Google and Bath? Okay, Julia Hart, yeah. Um, because they were talking. Somebody said something about like, how do I, like, I've seen this movie three times. How do I get people to like? How do people find out about it? Kind of thing, right? And she was like, "That is a great question." She was like, uh, "Not to be like that. No one gave us any money for this movie. Uh, every she was saying that every she was like, first I just like really have to thank Lionsgate and everything for just making the movie because." And she was like, I'm going to get, she, she said like, I'm going to get in trouble for having said all that. But what she said was that they, that literally they went to basically every uh, indie movie production company, like every, you know, and they all passed, like every single one passed. And what Hmm. happened was basically at every place, you know, there were people who worked there who either, you know, she said, uh, like people of color or whatever, even some white men kind of thing, like somebody uh, in the room was like very passionate about it and everything. And I was like, okay, yes. But then when it came to the final decision, all those executives look exactly the same, basically, right? And um, they all said basically like, I don't know who this movie's for was the line she kept huh. hearing. She's like, they were like, apparently gotcha. they were like, we gotta, like, we're passing because like, how do we market this? Like, who's this movie even for? And it's just because mm. it's not for them, particularly, exactly, right? Yeah. It's not that it can't be, obviously, like, but the point is, the main character is not, does not someone that looks just like them kind of thing, right? Which has been yeah. the mindset as far as what's necessary for so long, which is, you know, ridiculous, I think. But, um, so I thought that was so interesting that she, talked about that and she was like i'm getting trouble for saying that but this is just the truth yeah. and it's just it's so true like this movie got no press no cover and it's so good i mean it's to me anyway and mm-hmm. like no i, I powerhouse yeah, even acting though, like yeah even though I, I didn't love it as much as you did it's still very deserving of more press than yeah. it, it got for sure she's so funny like, there she's, are a lot of way worse that's films what she that said massive, it was hilarious yeah. she said that on 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 stage, she said, and there are a bunch of terrible movies. I'm like, tell me. Yeah, she's my yeah. vibe. You feel me. Yeah, but I, I am glad it's on two streaming services. I don't know yeah. how, how many people are watching it, but I'm glad it has 
a, yeah. a way for people to easily watch it. Yeah. And again, it's not, we're not, I'm not telling you to watch it. So they're like, you know, I'm not giving myself a pat on the back for watching a movie with some black ladies in it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. not by any means the point of this movie. The point is like, it should be normal. It shouldn't be, people shouldn't consider it like a, like, um, like community service hours to watch movies about <laughs> marginalized people and everything like that, you know? And mm-hmm. that's, and they, it's not even what defines them. It's what people try to have defined them in a lot of ways. Like, it, again, it's not intentional, which again, is the truth and good storytelling. It just comes by it honestly, because it wasn't written about, you know, black Americans originally, but like the whole stuff with the police and everything, like obviously is there. Like you see truth yeah. in art when it's good art. So it's, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, everyone should watch it. Like, I think it's just like a solid, really good, like indie style, but very well put together, very... I mean, the acting is crazy and the visuals I think are really good. And, you know, the story saw this, not just, it's not like a think piece. It's also a really good right. movie, like Spike Lee's stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. I, and it's very original, especially in this day and age. Very original yeah. concepts and everything. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Also, like you were saying, um, how you thought it wasn't as. Um, um, deep or what? It, not deep, but like uh, the characters weren't maybe as rounded out and everything as would have made it the most uh, successful. Well, um, so right. apparently she, they had a really, really, really short time to write it for whatever reason. Like you know, you know how that stuff works, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so they it all happened in less than a year, which is kind of crazy. So from start to finish, um, but I'm pretty sure you know. Ugh, nothing's perfect. Amazon is making it into a TV series. Oh, and is like, she? Uh, yeah. She, okay, cool. Yeah, they're writing it still, so it's gonna be really good, I think. And nice. Um, I wish the cast was the same, but I doubt it. Um, but I wish, I wish, I wish. Um, but yeah, so that should be good. You get to delve into everything a little more. But I love the yeah, movie, I agree. so you know, can't go wrong. I guess for me, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's kind of cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, out of five, it's a heavy four for me. Well, okay. Hear me out. So <laughs> in this Alrighty. moment, you're asleep. Okay. Sleep. And okay. it's all just like black, right? But you know how you think you're awake when you're asleep? Yeah. So you're in that mood and you're not moving, but somehow you're kind of zooming into the space and it's all black, right? But like very dimensional, clearly. You know what I mean? Okay, sure. And just, I don't know, we're just floating there and you get kind of closer and closer and there's no light, but somehow, and it doesn't look like it's lit up, but just you can see it very clearly. You know what I mean? In all the blackness, mm-hmm. in all the darkness, it's uh, a snow globe, right? And it's kind of levitating in there and it's just filled with rainbow colored very rich colored glitters and they're just kind of spinning and they're all little did you ever know did you have those did you see those balls when you were little those clear plastic balls and they have water or some kind of you know liquid clear liquid and like sparkles in it maybe no again well, I, I, you I, I, know. I can't remember that's right that's i can't remember that's right. yeah are you yeah, an alien? All, I'm wondering about your history blur. now. You're giving I'm me a little Kylex Y moment over here, not knowing. Yes, but 
that's what it is I, anyway. I, I try to, I, I, yeah, I think I just tried to block it out. Okay. That's it. I don't yeah. like that. Because <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I didn't love, uh, early, my early years. So I, not, not, not to say it was terrible, oh, man. but I, I tried to, I tried mm. to block that stuff out. Okay. There you go. Well, Maybe that's a story for, after for another the podcast, time. I guess. Yes. Yeah. I had a, I had, well, as, yes. I had quite the early life experience. I'm well, sure. As we've, uh, uh, is my uh, neck collar getting a little tighter here? Maybe. It's a beautiful, wonderful movie. And it was very nice to watch it with my mama. Yeah, I, I bet so. Very special. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's let's move on. 10,000 stars. What'd you give it? Yeah. I gave it a heavy four. Oh, come on, Henry. Henry, yeah. give me a, just give me a little 0.25 at least over here. It's a 4.25. Thank you. Give me a little 0.50. Give me a little 0.50. And also, with, with, all the, with this kind of movie, <laughs> it's I, I think it's going to be better on rewatch. Trust exactly. me. Exactly. I agree. That's, better and on so I think, rewatch. And, and I, re, I will give it a rewatch. And so I think it could go up. It's one of those movies that improves with, with age. And that is just, that is enough. That's enough said, I think. You know what I mean? There you go. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, so, okay, well, let's... We got some pregnant movies this week. Yeah, let's, you know, maybe, I guess we can, we're running pretty long already, so maybe Oh, I'm we'll, sorry, it's all my oh, no, fault, oh my God. No, it's, oh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying for me, I'm saying <laughs> no, more, No, I just, am. Oh, God. Oh, you know, Chloe, never, ever be sorry oh, for anything. Oh, Henry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm all over the place, Henry. I'm not going to remember this tomorrow. I'm going to say, did I talk to Henry? Oh, <laughs> My loss? What the heck? My God. Hey, I probably won't remember it either. So that, considering did, my track history. Henry, I can't remember you. I feel terrible. I can't remember your middle name. I have a guess. But Jackson it's wrong. Gordon. Well, no wonder I can't remember. <laughs> yes. JGL over here, okay. JGH, yes. I know. H G G H or J G H H H J G F. Oh, what I say? Whatever. Let's you, keep going. You said my last name was Henry, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you know why, actually? Because I always get stuck. Not stuck, but like very, f- what comes to me b- more bold than the rest is the H in your last name. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. it's weird. Mm. Not, in a, not in a terrible way. You know, my middle name Schleifer. Huh. Talk about, come on, that's a mouthful. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's let's get on. <laughs> A little bit of news. You want to touch on Bill and Ted face the music? No. Yeah. You you do or, the honors. <laughs> uh, well, now so I it's a, give the a crap. Third, it's I I don't care much either. Also looks uh, bad. It's, it's the third Bill and Ted film with Keanu Reeves and what's the other guy? I can't remember his name. The other one, coming, Ted. <laughs> Ted coming back, and it's I guess it's it's very. It looked it reminded me a lot of the Ghostbusters reboot. Mm. The look and the the feel of it. Really? Yeah, I got mm. some. I got s- not, and not really in a good way. Now I think people, not to say it's a new discovery. I think people just accept Keanu Reeves for not yeah. being amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought he looks, and I don't mean to say this in a really bad way because I think it's entertaining. He his Dumb. performance was not good at all in the no. trailer, but I like I want to see it for yeah. that. Gotcha. You know, uh, I'm I'm not a big Bill and Ted fan. That's not one of the Keanu Reeves films that I really cling to. But you know, uh, you know, we'll see. 
but that comes out later yeah. this year. Yeah. And also the Oscars got pushed back two months next year. So instead of, I think, February, it's going to be in April of 2021. Ah, <gasps> uh, yes. what day does it usually come out of the week? Do we know? Is that a thing? D- uh, Sunday, usually. Ah, oh, come on. Shoot. It's going to be the day after my birthday. I could have oh, had yeah. an Oscar-themed birthday party. And yeah. the whole thing would have been very confusing because we all know I got lots of cognitive. De- I love famous people. I don't love the Oscars. Yeah. Shoot. And do it. It's the next day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there Let you go. Let me do it. My God. <laughs> love it. Okay, I'm plumped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're plumped? Pumped. Is that what you said? Oh, pumped. I think you said you're I'm, I'm, I'm plumped. Okay. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, hey, I mean, I guess. I'm wearing plum color. You are. And it looks great, Chloe. Thank you, Henry. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and and uh, next, uh, so Mulan is going to be, I, I guess, going to be the first big blockbuster to come out in they theaters. They would. Yeah, which is going to be July 24th. And then they delayed Tenet, which was supposed to be that week, to July 31st. And then... That's it? Uh, Wonder, yes. For right now. I, I could see it changing again. <sighs> And then People Wonder Woman, which was, there. yeah, Wonder Woman 1984, which was supposed to come out, um, I guess, around this time, probably. Coming is out now 2084. Gonna be, yeah, uh, it's going to be. <laughs> that was the in, only funny thing I did the whole episode. That wasn't even that funny. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to premiere on June 5th. Now it will be on October 2nd. Okay. And um, so a, a few big delays, but nothing really that crazy. They better and, push Tenet back. I'm gonna be mad if other people get to see it in theaters just because they're socially irresponsible. Yeah, and I'm over and, here. But that's life, isn't uh, it? Still better to oh, be yeah. over here. Yeah. Also, I guess we can touch on uh, live PD and cops. Yeah. Both are canceled. Oh! And now, what Chloe, did I tell you, uh, Henry? What have I always said? Reality TV ruined this. Mm-hmm. It didn't, uh, you know, Chloe, country I, was started uh, ruined, but you take my point. In a way, I'm sad because I remember Sam talking about on the show year uh, back in, I guess oh. he he watches live PD. Disgusting. Not. Well, but, I think his um, family does. I don't know. Oh, really? I okay. freaking hate that stuff. That stuff. Like I said, I'm so happy mm. that that is the case. I think it's disgusting. I think in I think society revels in just the worst parts. Of our human nature and situ- current situation, if not human nature, society, what we hold, oh my God, Kardashians and filming people getting arrested and shot or whatever, oh my, as entertainment, that is some, that is some Coliseum BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, oh, and also one thing. Um, That's I the forgot, best thing um, that's happened all year. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow is moved to November 6th. So that's another big Thank shift God. of uh, time. So, But don't worry, Chloe. You're still going to get to see it. Don't few. worry. Few, 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 few. And or then I also... Pew, pew, pew. That yeah, works on uh, so many levels. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David, David Fincher's film, which is called Mank, which is about the screenwriter for... I didn't even never hear um, about this. Citizen Kane okay. is supposed to come out in October via Netflix. Oh, I wonder and if our buddy's going to watch that. <laughs> Whoever maybe. wrote into us. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And apparently the um, it's a passion project for him. Because Eating dirt? Anything but dirt? I don't remember. Keep going. 
dirt turns into i think okay. it was i i don't know what this is going to turn into we'll have to see <laughs> uh but uh, nice <laughs> the, apparently this is a passion project for fincher because okay. his late father wrote was the script for Meg. this before he passed away in 2003 and so oh. I, I guess it's been a you know a okay. long time project for him and um w- from IndieWire here there's a producer that says Fincher's new film feels like a 1930s movie. It's an incredible piece. Oh. Uh, and the score is being done by Trent Reznor and Atticus oh, Ross. come on. Dang. So that is, should be quite something. I'm curious to see. And it's in black and white. So it's, oh, that's, well. that'll be uh, mm. quite something to see. But, uh, yeah, Chloe, they lost any me other... there a little bit, to be honest. You know how I am with that, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, any other news you want to touch on? No. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can move on to our listener question. So the FilmBuds podcast at gmail.com is where you can reach us at. Yeah. Also, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the FilmBuds or mm. at FilmBuds. So uh, if you haven't followed followed us there yet, please do. Yeah. Show up in uh, house. Join the, the club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the one we have this week uh, is from, was via Twitter. Uh, this is from You Are a Lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that. I Again. like that. You are. And they uh, say, Dear Henry and Chloe. Hello. How, if at all, you? has your outlook changed on film buds over the years? <laughs> do, you, do you feel more... <laughs> Do you feel more confident, less, or does something else in particular stick out to you after having done it since 2017? Ooh. Any thoughts, broad or otherwise, okay. are appreciated from You Are a Lady. Oh, thank you, You Are a Lady. Oh, my word. That's so nice. Yes. Hmm. Chloe? I wouldn't say I'm more confident. <laughs> I say mm. I'm getting too comfortable, losing my mind a little yes. bit. Just yeah, we get too. Yeah, we, we're we're getting more comfortable, not less, uh, not more confident. Yes, that's what Braden was for. He was, uh, you know, he held down the fort. But mm. how's my? I don't know, Henry, because uh, the thing is, our friendship is directly like braided, intertwined. Yes, with the pod because it was the first time we ever talked was during the podcast. Yes. So, like, oh my word, just fond. It's crazy that we've been doing it for so long. It's crazy we've been is. friends for so long. Oh my word. Well, and and actually, here, what what's the day here? What's the fifteenth? I think we're actually coming up on not not <gasps> your not your debut, but I think the um. Mine was July, I think it was yeah. during summer. Film buds. Let me let me do a quick little searchy here. Everybody, cool stay searchy. with me. Oh yeah. The first yeah the first episode came out on June twenty first, twenty seventeen. Oh. So we're coming up to the three-year... Anniversary. Four, three. Yeah, three-year anniversary. Whoa. Okay. So crazy. And then yours is, yours comes up in, in July. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That'll be Chloe special. I get to pick both the movies. Like yeah. I don't already. <laughs> no. no um, and, and check out, if you haven't yet, the two-year anniversary show we did last oh, year with a bunch stuff. of fun clips. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You should answer because it's your podcast. Oh, Chloe. Oh, it's, Henry. This is this is our show. Oh, Henri. That's that's one thing we need to, we need to get I'm out of the I'm here to table. party. It's your This it's, is this this is this is Chloe, you know, you Chloe, you've been here every step of the way, you know. <laughs> Even with um, when I couldn't take any steps. 
I showed yeah. up on some. Oh, that's true. I showed up with my busted leg. Oh my god! For a second, I thought you were talking about being a baby, but I, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I did just learn how to ride a bike. So that's true. I don't know if my outlook has changed. I'd say I've become less and less affected if people don't like the show. But also, Not to please say that rate us five stars. Thank you so much. Please do. Um, and so I think at first I was worried, but b- becoming more confident in our style, I tend to not really care if people don't like it. But at the same That's time, good. I felt so guilty when I got us our first one star review because they didn't like my bedpan story. That's gold. That's, that's messed up. That's comedic gold. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope, of course, I hope people like the show. Yeah. Keep listening. But also if someone doesn't like it, Just outwardly, we like making people happy. Yeah, I'm 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 not really concerned. Um so I, I I don't know if our outlook it's Chloe we're still, you know, just two people in our in our houses doing the show. It's not like we're yeah. in some big studio or something. So and Usually it's but, a one house. So we've really uh, expanded operations. <laughs> yes, we've gone to two. Uh, yeah, wow. And sometimes three with we, the uh, We with also guests. started in a movie theater, so if anything we've really downgraded. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we used to shoot in the uh, the Chelsea Theater here in uh, North Carolina. And but now it we is got crazy. A cat one thing I sometimes so. Yeah, one thing I will say that's that's cool is I recently did go back and listen to a few minutes of our first episode. Yes. And even talking about the sound quality is crazy. crazy. Just well, the development over Well, that's you worked so hard. Oh, well, thank you. Um and just I think I mean, I don't know if our personalities have really changed, but um <sighs> I mean uh but you know uh if then I if anything again I think we've really downgraded. <laughs> yes, that's true. We've probably gotten worse. Um I got to meet some more famous people. Dang. Yeah. But yeah, uh uh you are a lady. I I genuinely I, thought you were talking to me. Genuinely. Well, you are you are a lady. I that is funny. I like your mm. username. I get it now. It's a fun yeah. little yes. Yes. It's a little, you know, those it's like a Christmas cracker. Of a username, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, I don't up, know if our joking side. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if the outlook has really changed. Um, not that that's bad. I mean, I it's think still it's just good. Yeah, we're still just doing the show how we want to do it, and just chat. You know, that's we still like each other. Yeah, just so chat. That's good. That's the fun stuff, you know, the good stuff. Yeah. Um, still, I still do the same annoying things, like put my phone too close to the mic that I did on, you know, day uno. So, you know, yeah, I, I, we're just Jenny the from is, the block. I, I don't have my seltzer waters as I usually do because of quarantine. I just haven't <gasps> been buying them as much, but that is so hopefully confusing that will change. Yes. You can pick up from Weaver Street. Oh, I, oh, oh, we do. It's just, I, I. I never think to to get them. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. When this is all over, Henry, I'm going to find uh like a from the Durham Rescue Mission or something. I'm going to find a Razor scooter for you and I'll get my little lemon and we can we can pretend that we are childhood best friends. Okay. I I will say though. <laughs> yeah. Not that that would be very flattering and very kind and you can generous do it on of your you. Knees, dummy. But also even though I did scoot, yeah, I was not a big scooter. Okay, or scooty. I don't know what the the, the term would be. 
So I, I don't know. If, I think it's if scooter. You were to, You're the one scooting. Oh, maybe okay. you are the scooter. Ooh, yes. Write into the film buds at podcast.com and let us know. <laughs> yes, if someone think? were to, to buy something egg. from my ch- my childhood, yeah. it wouldn't be the scooter. Okay, that would would not be my first pick. I but but the sad thing is, I have no idea what it would be because I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's one thing. You've become more and more interesting to me over time. You never run out of... <laughs> as, as are you, Chloe. I, no. I thought at first you were very interesting, but you've, you, I learn new stuff every day. Like I, you, you saw yourself on TV that one time. During, during a hurricane. hurricane. That was sick. Well, yes. to be fair, I did not see myself. Um, I couldn't be in two well, places at once. <laughs> you saw the house that you were living in. Yes. Other people saw me. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's something to un- unpack. <laughs> Call us tenant over here. A lot of layers there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, so, I'm just so grateful. So much fun, Henry. And, and I'm and very course, grateful again. Like we've sorry, I cut you off, but what's new? I, that's part of the show no. too now, I guess. But like uh, seeing <laughs> movies that I wouldn't have seen is like dope. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, Chloe. I probably would not have seen Miss Stevens if it weren't for you. Ah! I, you know, I I hadn't heard of that's it. That's horrible until, to hear. So that makes me cry. I know. I'm sorry about that. Wow. But, thank and also, God we're not in that universe. Yeah. Also, a big thanks to your sister Gemma because she, if yeah. she, if it weren't for her introducing you yeah. to to me, not, we wouldn't be yeah. here. Yo, we'd be thanks do, to our moms for having us. Because if not, then uh, yeah, who knows what your lady would be up to? You know. Yeah, and thank you to the um the their parents too. That's Absolutely. that's cool. I love their parents. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, there you go. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I hope that answers your question. I don't know for what, but I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, again, the Film Buds podcast at gmail.com is where you can reach us at. Um, Chloe, unless there's anything else you want to, in, in particular, you want to mention. Henry, you're I, I, I don't want to cut you off. Best. You're the best. You too. don't want to cut me off. That's a joke I never heard no, no, before. I, yeah. Well, oh, true. I'm powerful. Uh, you, yes, <laughs> I have the ability to talk. I'm like, I'm like, I got me, I got some gillyweed, so I never need to take any. I can breathe under. I can talk underwater. Oh my word! Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. If you uh, need well, some gillyweed, the- go to our website. Uh, you might not find it, but there'll be some other stuff that's cool there. Yeah. If well, you get let's, a shirt or something, uh, all the money goes to that. Oh, we're not done. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, no. You're fine. Um, we can end off with our picks of the week. I forgot about picks of the week. I'm on the last episode of True Detective. Wow, wow, wow. Ooh. Season three is incredible. Yeah? Oh, my God. His performance. I want to watch it. Nobody, never, nobody should ever get another Emmy ever again. Every year, they should just send one to Mahershali. Every year. Say, oh, did yeah. you forget? Oh, but Matthew McConaughey every four years, like a little, every Groundhog Day or something, if the little Groundhog comes out, pop one over to Matthew McConaughey. But other than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, with as I've said at some point before, Mahersha, Mahershala Ali's performance in Moonlight is one of my favorite oh, yeah. performances of all time. He's underrated. He's in it for so little, but he's incredible in it. He's underrated. Yeah. Incredible. Anything else for you, Chloe? Yes. I've been watching Insecure. I tried it a long time ago, and I didn't like the first episode, but as things go, after the first episode is good, so. Okay. 
Now I'm almost done. Nice. Team Lawrence, Team Molly, thank you. Good night. It is really, it's properly good. I'm not paying it the respect it deserves, but we'll get into it because foreshadowing we'll talk about Issa Rae. Okay, cool. Won't we? Oh, we will. Yes. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time talk. So that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a little foreshadowing. I, I like it, Chloe. Okay. <laughs> that's new for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Usually I'm not referring to anything at all. <laughs> there you go. We're, we're making steps. Oh, yeah. So, okay, well, I have a couple things. I, I got around to seeing the classic film. Let me know. Your Highness. Oh, Chloe, have you seen this? got all my Jews in it. Yeah, directed by David Gordon Green, who is one of the strangest yeah. filmmakers as to what he chooses. Life. He did uh, Stronger, the Halloween reboot, Pineapple Express. Yeah. Uh, he goes uh, where the wind Prince blows. Prince Avalanche. Sagan? He goes where the wind blows. Oh, yeah, for sure. He did Prince Avalanche? And Shoot. He did. What a guy. Wild. And this stars James Franco, Danny McBride, and is written by Danny North McBride. North Carolina, uh, whatever. He's from here. Yeah. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Natalie Portman. And uh, this is a medieval satire Queen comedy. Pete. Yeah. And I think there's been, I've seen f- discussions about it or articles about it where it's considered to be one of the worst comedies of all time. Uh-huh. Um. And so, of course, I had to watch it to see for myself. And I actually did not. It's not very. It's not great. Not terrible. It's not. It's not horrible by any means. It's got. It's basically Pineapple Express or the writing for Pineapple Express, but in medieval times. Medieval times. People are just salty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. um, That said, it's. I really like Green Hornet. So. (laughs) Really? Okay. (laughs) We've been over that. I don't hate Green Hornet. I don't understand all the. But I haven't watched it since then, but I still don't get it. So whatever. Right. But it, it's it's definitely got some laughs. It's very stupid and very absurdist. And so that's going to either work for you or, not. or really not at all. I'll probably like and, it. Yeah. And a lot of the performances like James Franco and Natalie Portman are very, I don't know what the right word would be. They're like kind of. They're having fun. It's like. It's like stilted, but not really in a bad way for yes. the movie. Like it, it kind of, it, it's it works. so ridiculous that you aren't, you aren't really upset about it. Got it. And, but not, but still by the end, not a, an, an amazing movie, you know? but it's, it's all right. Who's the other lady I had a in laugh. It? Shoot. I, I, I don't I know. I remember that I was really excited. Naturally, I was very excited about it at the time, but I couldn't go see it, so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And as I said, I rewatched the oh, disaster. Oh, Zoe Deschanel, right? Yeah. What's up? Zoe Deschanel. Oh, yeah. It's that's weird right. the things you remember. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, as I said, I rewatched Zodiac, which is still amazing. It's, and for being a movie about a serial killer, how it fun. sounds so. It sounds so strange, but it's such a watchable movie. Yeah, it like, is. Like, there are some very dark moments in it, for sure, that are, are very disturbing. But at the same time, it's still somehow so entertaining. Yeah. And which is not, you know, not very easy to do, especially with t- about two hours of the film being devoted to just, like, meticulous, yeah. you know, research and, and, and all that. And the performances are great it's a very funny movie again strange to say but it's yeah. it's true and I know how I very feel well about directed 
Yeah, very well directed. And I guess this was the last Fincher film before he switched over to um, Trent Reznor and Atticus mm. Ross. And so the score is not what you would expect. But still, I mean, for the movie, it, it works. And so that's on, on Netflix if you haven't checked it out yet. And that might be about it. I've, I've, I hate to say it. I've just been watching more Columbo. That's, that's Hey, you know what? You do you. Yeah. I love that for you. Mm, thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that about does it. Uh, what a what a time, as always, Chloe. What a time. What a time. Now, next week, I think we've kind of decided, so we, we're going to be doing a three three film show. Oh, yeah. We have a review of a Ripple. Knives Out, which was just put on Amazon Prime, as well as a review of Knives and Skin, which is a Hulu <laughs> or a... It's a like Chloe a stumble upon. That's what we call it. Yeah, a psychological thriller that's on Hulu right now. And then also a review of The Photograph with Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. So uh, look for that next week. That should be a great That's time. That's going to be a pregnant a good, show. <laughs> for, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and, I'm excited. I don't think anyone is I think about three people and they're all moms of people in the movie have seen Knives and Skin. So. Yeah, I, I, I had not heard of the film. So I'm as always, Chloe, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's true. I haven't seen it yet, so I. Um, but yeah, keep an keep an eye out for that. And Chloe, it's great to see you. I miss you. I wish we. You know, it's. I know. It's tough these days being uh, isolated, but. But it's for the so best, lucky. of course. So lucky yeah. to be able to be isolated. So. Exactly. Yeah. Gratitude abounds. Yeah. Um. And okay. I got well. Cats, so that's great. Yeah. Well, Chloe, anything else you want to mention? No. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe, please. Give yourself some time, you know. Give yourself some time. To enjoy yeah. some life, you know. Enjoy some time or if, enjoy your you life. Know, if you if you if you deplete, then you can't help anyone anymore. So, yeah. that's important. Yeah. And watch some movies. Yeah, watch some some flicks, you know. Yeah. Some cinema. Mhm. <laughs> All the all the things that this Acting. podcast is not called. Yes, watch some films. <laughs> yeah, buddies. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, uh, we we hope <laughs> that you enjoyed the show. <laughs> A four thousand nine hundred sixty-eight trillion six hundred forty-seven billion three hundred sixty-seven million eight. Hundred thousand nine as much as we did. I I'm very mad at myself for starting in the trillions. That was a mistake and an accident. That was hard on yeah, my brain. Se- yeah, a setup for disaster. Yeah. But I did but, it. Uh, so did let it, that be a lesson great. to you. I just learned how to ride a bike. <laughs> there you go. And we mm. wish you the absolute best of luck mm. <laughs> uh, with yes. that. So all right, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>